such a baby. I'm so tired. <laughs> wake up with me at 4 a.m. I will wake up at 4 a.m. No, you won't. And then you go right go back to, to bed. Bathroom and then and then go, go to bed. bed. <laughs> wow, this is really fucking early. To the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. On today's episode, we are going to be ending our rereader with uh, Volume 25, The End of All Things Part 2, and then we are also going to be talking about some what-if scenarios um, with a bunch of what-ifs sent in by the listeners as well as our own. So, uh, my name is Ryan. I am joined by TJ. Oh, it's me first this time. And Bill. Yeah, that was weird. Hi, everyone. I don't it know. I shake me. it up. I shake it up. It's gonna be it's like me. It's like me. Sync. It's like me. Sync better band than the, Be- than the Beatles. Don't. Don't. No. <laughs> All right. It's me like one time a year. I get an annual first time. You That's do. Fair. <laughs> I'll give you that. Like, Happy birthday, TJ. <laughs> Happy birthday, TJ. This is, this is a very special day. So, yeah. How are you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing great. Yeah, it's a little late. It is a little late. A little we tired. are we are also recording this one a week earlier. Um, so uh, the crickets you, are out. So the crickets are out because it's late, but not because we're recording it a week earlier. But TJ, you're going camping. Yeah, next, next week, week I'm going camping. It's cool. I can't Where remember the last camping? time I went camping. Going to Rushford with who? Uh, some friends that no, but none of our listeners are gonna know. <laughs> hmm. That's fun. Cool. Are you gonna are you gonna go by your old place? Yes. That's fun. The cabin that I grew up at that mm-hmm. we sold, and I'm very sad that we sold. Yeah. And we were afraid that there were mice in it, so we slept in tents outside. Yeah. Remember that? I don't think I really mice. That house was scary. I did not like that upstairs room. It was scary. It didn't help upstairs that we watched horror movies. We watched, we, we watched Exorcism, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Rose. Fucking terrifying. And that upstairs room was one room with, with a you couple didn't finish, beds you didn't, in it. We watched Exorcism <laughs> really of Emily Rose. Beds. On a very small laptop, and it was on my lap, and you guys <laughs> gathered around like... Like literally, your head was all practically on my shoulder. On each shoulder, we we watched it, and it was in the middle of the night, and we were really young too. Was we that like eight, is that well, one of the scariest movies you've now? Is that one of the scariest movies you've ever seen, Ryan? Like it's, that, it's like probably really... up there. Yeah, yeah, it's up Exorcism there. Especially the Emily... experience of it too. Yeah, Exorcism of Emily of God, Emily that has Rose. A, a couple of scenes where oh yeah, the a- barn scene. Exorcism mm-hmm. of Emily Rose is my favorite horror movie because it was it was scary, but like the story was fucking phenomenal. The yes. whole court, everything in court, and like them yeah. going back and forth, oh, it was so good. It was very like difficult because you're like, oh yeah, it's definitely fake. Oh yeah, it's definitely science. Oh wait, no, it's definitely religion. It's definitely yeah, religion. Yeah, like, really like the whole time, you're so like they proved both sides. Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was great. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, otherwise, we are the Invincible Podcast. You can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, all the places. Um, you can go to theinvinciblepodcast.com to contact us or check out a uh, um, our list of videos that we've put out or there's a reading guide for what tie-ins and where they fit in chronologically and all that fun stuff. Um, we are also the Oblivion Song Podcast. If you're not reading Oblivion Song by Robert Kirkman, you should definitely check that out. That episode will be going live a week after this episode? Uh, yes. Next Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday the 4th, it will go live next Friday on the 11th. That seems early for Oblivion Song. It, I think it is. It feels like we just Normally it's did like, it. Eh, it does. I feel like typically it is. Well, we are going to do it in two weeks still. I think it is typically the second week of each month, but it's like 
Barely. Yeah, the, I mean, the first day of the month is on a Tuesday. August so. flew by. It's August 2020. Is is, I mean, it's again, it should still feel like we should be in February, March. It does. Like, it, it feels just, like at, everything's at been most April. It feels like April. Yeah. I don't know. This year kind of feels appropriate for the first time in a long time. Because it's, it's been so up and down crazy, you know what yeah. I mean? That it's like, okay, 2021, when are you coming, you know? Yeah. Um, we are going to do something a little bit different with this episode, seeing as this is our uh, final rereader. So, two years ago, we, I believe it was, I think it was the October episode. Either way, two years ago, we started this, 25 episodes ago. I thought it was September we, we started, started this. Of last year? So maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Two years ago. Maybe it was. But um, we've done 25 of these. We've wow. been doing one wow. for every volume. Yeah, I know. I was actually going to go back and clip it out. No, I probably won't, though. Uh, just to hear us talking about, all right, here we go. We got, we'll be done with this in two years. And uh, here we are. I, it's, that, that went by fast. That still, went by really fast. Not, and still waiting for an animated series to come out. To no be word fair, yet. No word yet. when we started this, we didn't know about the animated series. We didn't? Nope. It wasn't until the following, like, June. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Pretty sure. Nope. Pretty sure. You don't think so? Nope. We started this Absolutely right not. after the animated series was announced? Yeah, look it up. Yeah. So, oh, anyway, I'm, I'm, so... I'm, I'm positive, so seeing and there's a reason I'm positive. Is, so, seeing as this is our final rereader, we're going to talk about the final six issues of uh, Invincible. Uh, we're going to do that first. And then, uh, as a, like, kind of celebration of... Uh, revisiting the entire series, uh, we're gonna do a little bit, a little uh, section of what ifs. You know, we have a couple what ifs in mind, and like I said at the beginning of the show, we we have listeners who sent in a bunch of what ifs, and uh, I was kind of amazed at the amount that we got and how good they all are. So I'm really excited to uh, to talk about all of those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what you got, TJ? Oh, I'm still looking, still looking. Oh, 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 yeah. I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, um, I'm gonna talk now about a little bit what. Uh, about what comes next because uh, after this you might be asking well this is how we've spent half of our episodes every month and uh, I wanted to let everybody know like the little bit of a change that's going to be happening here so two years ago when we did this uh, it was kind of like 2.0 for the Mitzvah podcast we changed it to monthly we changed it to the rereader where we were doing that every month this is not going to be quite as dramatic as a chain of a change we're still going to be releasing at the same times um, but now, uh, because we've already done all the tie-ins, you know, all the appearances of Invincible, we read the entire thing, uh, what's next? Well, we're going to be talking about and reading, uh, other comics by the, uh, Invincible team. So that means Grizzly Shark by Ryan Otley. That means Destroyer by Cory Walker. Can't wait to read that again. I am so excited to read Destroyer, dude. It's been a long time. It's probably since mm-hmm. we probably read it. Is that, issue. that was Marvel, wasn't it? I think it was probably Marvel's like Marvel Destroyer? Max. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Robert Kirkman's Ant-Man. You know what I mean? Like there's some really cool stuff out there that uh, I'm excited to talk about and to read some of which for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be doing that. And we're going to be starting with, again, this is subject to changed, but... Oh, man, there's this car going by with a lot of bass. All right, is it gone? Okay. It's gone. So we're starting next month with the first one, which has been requested. We're doing... Wolfman? Fire. No, fire. Yeah, we're doing firepower. Yeah, firepower. TJ just looks up from his phone. Wolfman? (laughs) No, we're going to do... I thought we were doing something different with firepower. 
No, we're going to do Volume 1 of Firepower next mm -hmm. month. And uh, how we're going to be doing this is I believe we're going to be tackling, again, this is just the current idea, and I'm pretty sure we're going to stick with it, though. Uh, we're just going to be tackling things as a volume, mm -hmm. you know? So I a, have thoughts about Firepower, so I'm excited to do yeah, that I'm next ready. month. Yep, yeah, next month, because we haven't talked yeah. to you at all since you've read it, though. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Like so. nothing. I've shared no feelings about it, Interesting. All right, all right. So we'll talk about that next month. So get your uh, thoughts in, send them in, and uh, it'll be a little while before we talk about that. Obviously, if things happen with the animated series or major announcements or major news comes out, um, that might take that uh, spot. But, you know, as it stands, we'll either be talking Invincible, which we'll always be talking Invincible-related news on every episode, but the main topics will alternate between um, different comics put out by the Invincible team. So I'm excited to do that. TJ, are you still looking for that date? I am because I have to go into the details, but I did find it. I mean, right. I, can, I can't give you the dates. No, that's fine. But I can tell you that we started... Oh, wait, yes, I can. On September 7th of 2018, so I was right, September, two years ago, and we found out about the animated series in June. So June, July, August, September, three months before we started the reboot. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I was wrong. So, yes, it's been a little over two years then. Got him. Got him. Got him. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do our uh, final rereader, do some what-ifs, and then we're going to talk uh, briefly about the kind of things we've been reading, other comics, other games, other shows, movies, all Plus, that kind of stuff. DC Fandom, Fandom. Uh, happened um, in between episodes, and I feel like a lot of stuff dropped that we can talk about. Yeah. Well, let's see what, let's see what uh, how much time we have for that at the end of the episode. <laughs> I'm saying we got a lot to talk about, Bill. All right, ready? Go. All right. We are talking about... Invincible, Volume 25, Issues 139 to 144. It's the end of all things. Part 2, where we left this last month was Nolan was just ripped in half. Oh, almost. Almost. There's a, there's a little bit. There's a little slip. Edward James, almost. Almost. You watched that episode of Kind of Funny? What? Did you watch that episode of Kind of Funny? No. Yeah. KFAF, they were talking about Edward James almost. Oh. A ton. Yes, that's, that's really random. It was. Oh, okay, I was going to say that. That's it's been really random. Honestly, it didn't even connect when you said that, but that's probably why it was in my brain. It must it have makes been. makes sense. So, issue 139, um, Nolan's floating there, nearly ripped in half, like we said. We get Mark and Eve's reactions. Eve asks the, uh, the medical staff on board the ship uh, whether or not he's still alive. And I remember reading this and seeing the guy say that, um, that he's still reading a heartbeat. I remember reading the last issue before this mm -hmm. and us speculating about what this issue was going to be. And we were all like, I hope he's just dead. I yeah. didn't. I was we, very that's what disappointed. I'm getting at. We all, we all wanted it to just be over. over. We didn't want there to be like, yeah. Yeah. Any speculation or like we, him come back because you keep, I mean, you should not have, you shouldn't come back from that. And honestly, even after reading it and we'll get into it, but I still don't really like that. I understand that like Kirkman just wanted to give him a goodbye. A goodbye. We do though. But, eh. we, we, we we do like it. I don't like it. We we do like it and we talked about it because most of the deaths in yeah. Invincible are sudden. Yeah. And there's no no goodbye and Nolan, in my opinion, deserved more. Yeah. And he got that. It was a really fucking great farewell. I but, like it a lot because it does um, you know uh what what's the word I'm looking for? It throws off the um, expectations. expectations twice. At first, it's like, oh, shit, he's dead. Uh, he's going to be alive. Yep, we get it. And it's like, oh, no, he actually did. Like, it actually, yeah. I enjoyed that. But the that. reason why, I, I guess one thing I didn't like was 
I love how he died, like, or while well, the fight with him and Thrag. Yeah. But the whole, what made that cool was him being like, oh, you dodged it. And then he fucking ripped him apart. That's why I thought, like, oh, shit, he's dead. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he wasn't. It kind of takes away from how insane that ending of the fight was to me, for me. Yeah. I feel like this was, it, it kind of almost made me feel the same way it felt when Thrag ripped Mark, like, Top to bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then he survived, and then now no one got ripped horizontally. Interesting. And it's like, it's just, it's just like, what interesting, brutal ways can we quote-unquote kill somebody? Yeah. You know what I mean? To, like, make it, like, fucking nuts. All that, and both of those, and I I, I just don't like that Oliver just got a, heart, a hand through the chest, you know? Right. And we did talk about that, too. Yeah, and the whole heart thing, and, like, you know, no one's, no one's heart is literally pumping nothing to nowhere right now like <laughs> what the fuck is it what how is how yeah how did he live yeah yeah anyways suspend you know eve, like, eve goes out in in a crazy you know what i'd like to go back we've we've had on the page. second page i just i, I just really <laughs> like the first so so the second panel right be- right below alan floating with his literally everything but like maybe an inch of his skin yeah look at how that one viltramite is grabbing on to hit to um oliver's or oliver uh mark's oh yeah outfit it's just really cool looking art like it does look cool yeah doesn't it look cool like he has the, the, the yeah he's the, got the, the fabric in between, in between his fingers, fingers. it's it just it's really huh. i don't know it just caught my eye i like uh mark when uh on the, on the third page when he's actually like tears in his eyes and he just pulls the one's arm off and how he's just like clawing through all these uh, lesser Viltramites um, in order to get to Thrag. And then this page, like, oh my god. I remember seeing this page and seeing how the sun and everything in the background is kind of static. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, they're just flying around really fast and going at it. It's amazing. Huge Nathan surprise. really killed it on the colors in this. Oh, and next issue. So, so many crazy things happen. Well, I mean, particularly Nolan almost dying and, and for all we know, dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it like Mark and Thrag fighting and then Thrag about to stick his eyes in Mark's eyeballs oh, yeah. or which, his thumbs in his eyeballs, which, which, stick his which, eyes in his eyeballs. It's pretty which, sick. He's done that to Mark before, right? During Viltrumate war. I think so. Like I can picture like him go-to. about to just crush yeah. Mark. And then robot shows up with this giant fucking missile shit. And then, um, invincible is like Rex and he goes, just because we disagree doesn't mean we can't work together when, uh, interests are aligned. Mm-hmm. So he morphs into this giant robot. And Thrag is like, really, bro? Really? For real. And he's like, you're going to send this thing after me? This toy? And then Robot was like, toy? Come on. Even you uh, have to recognize that this is quite, that's quite an understatement. Mm-hmm. My God, Alan, this moment, Alan seeing Nolan's body and just like tearing up and then flying away from Ursula and her recognizing for the first time. Like, why is this person so upset? What is happening here? Um, then Craig... Well, it's something that her. she's been dealing with with Thrag. Thrag is that Thrag has shown no remorse yes, to anyone no dying. Compassion. And literally only one person has died, and Alan shows all this emotion, mm-hmm. and it takes her by surprise. Yeah. We get some Space Racer Thresh action. Um, Eve shows up. She starts saving Nolan um, and gets attacked by some Ragnars. Uh, Anissa comes to save her, to help her. Um, she pushes Eve away, and um, Anissa, or I'm sorry, Ursul 
also is witnessing all of this happening. She's witnessing. She's basically witnessing all the destruction of Invincible's people around her, and and how they're fighting for each other and caring about yeah. each other and sacrificing themselves for each other. And then, which is what Anessa is doing. Eve starts to get away, and then Anessa's like, "Just go," and she says, I, "I'm not." Eve says, "I'm not going to leave you. You risked your life for me. I'm going to risk my life for you." And then Anessa says, "Tell Mark I'm sorry." That I didn't understand what I was doing, but that I, dot, 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 I regret. No, I don't regret. Or I don't regret what I did. He'll understand, dot, 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 when he sees him. And then it shows Eve's face like, the fuck? Yeah. But then she says, you'll tell him himself. Mm -hmm. So, Anissa got fucked up. Like, the way that she got clawed by this Ragnar. Yeah, this is essentially what happened to Mark. Like, from her stomach. Stomach up. All the way up. Like, look at her breastbone cut in half. Yes. Dude, that is sick. Yeah, I Ugh. mean, I mean, her guts are spilling out anytime you see her after that. Oh my god! So yeah, back to Thragon Mark. Thragon Mark continue to fight, um, and Thrag starts talking about how uh, his children are useless to him. They're a means to an end. He uses them as weapons. This is essentially when he's just throwing his own children at literally, Mark. literally throwing them. He's well, he's talking them to Mark. That's why he's saying why he's so powerful. Like one day maybe you'll or what did he say something along the lines of the reason why i'm powerful is because i can understand that anybody under me is just used um used for my gain basically yeah, yeah. i mean thrag is saying the, the village empire is dead to mark saying that that this is just like you said a means to an end and and that these things are lesser his yeah. children are lesser yeah. it's, it's over with he's just doing this for revenge which we find out soon we've yeah, next issue. Yeah. So he's he Mark grabs him, says, This ends now. I won't let you kill any more of your own children. I won't. Flies towards the sun. You we get uh, uh, I mean, Ursula is awesome in this issue. She doesn't do anything but just she's observe like and looking cry. at all. But every scene <laughs> yeah. that she's doing it in is just so like it's, impactful. You could just imagine it's just like super cinematic like cinem- cinematic. Like something I mean? happens and then it goes to Ursula and she's like, What? Wait, what and then okay. and then something behind like- her happens and she goes what? What? I picture like I picture like uh-huh. like quickly turning her yeah. head like uh-huh. quickly yeah. turning the head to something else. <laughs> and every time it's like her getting like what? slowly more emotional. Yeah. So she's at a breaking point now at this point. Um, Eve shows up with the bodies of um, Nolan and Anissa. Um, we just get a montage of everybody just fighting. Some some great scenes, some great action. Alan just crushing a dude's head, and then uh, another one of. Ursula looking. Uh, uh, no, she looks pretty. Like, she's, she's speaking. Yeah. But then she says, "Stop. Our father has abandoned us." Oh, well, we skip. No, you're okay. good. No, we. Yeah, soldiers of the Vulture Empire, hear, hear me. And she calls to everybody. She tells everybody to stop because Thrag has abandoned them. And uh, Invincible, take off towards the sun. Mm-hmm. Right. She says, "Will you join me in surrender?" Yep. So just like that, this huge thing that we thought was going to be a thing is over within a few pages, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, in terms of the, like the war, was, yeah. You know there I mean? was the fight back on that other planet yeah. and everything. Yeah. I do, um, I do like the reason for this army of Viltrumites, um, basically doing surrendering and giving up on Thrag. Like it fits into Thrag's character. It's not like out of nowhere. Oh, now all of a sudden Thrag is this guy that is not, you know, respecting his own children and not caring at all. Like, that totally fit into Thrag's character. Like, that's who he became based on everything we've seen beforehand. Mm-hmm. So this 
seemed like pretty well, you know. Yeah. Well done. So uh, this is a moment when, uh, you know, Alan says you're much wiser than your father. But then we see uh, uh, one of the doctors over uh, Nolan and Anissa saying this one is still breathing. We see Anissa, her eyes are bloodshot and wide open, uh, dead. And uh, they, Alan says, where's Thrag and Mark? And then we get one of the best splash pages, um, a two-figure splash page of them fighting on the sun. All right, get the sunglasses out. Oh, oh this oh, issue snap. is nuts. It's insane. I love that. Now, did we did we predict that the entire next issue would be on the sun? That sounds familiar. I think we did. It's something that we would have predicted, but maybe we didn't. Either way, it does. And this is insane. Um, a whole lot of dialogue, a whole lot of action. Uh, it's the two of them fighting on the sun, um, talking about what the Viltrum Empire means to them. Thrag says that he's doing it because of revenge. He devoted his, he devoted his entire life to safeguarding it, and, um, and they took it from him. They destroyed the planet, and... Uh, he wants to, you know, seek revenge for it, wipe the entire uh, bloodline of Argyll from existence. Um, this is pretty awesome. So they're fighting, and a giant solar flare explodes. Mm -hmm. And oh, the art, dude, oddly, mm -hmm. like my god, the colors, Fair too. Baron. yeah, holy oh, shit, yeah, the yeah. colors are yep. ridiculous. So Thrag says, "You're insane to bring us here. If you want to die and make my job easy for me, then so be it." And he flies away. Like a fucking coward, <laughs> and Mark is like, "No, man, we're gonna we're gonna finish this down here," and grabs him and brings him back down to the sun. Like so crazy, Mark has lost his fucking mind. And says, "Even if it kills me, I won't give up." Mm -hmm. Oh man, they fight. Thrag throws Mark towards the surface of the sun. His back boils, and then Mark flies back at him, and his transmitter is uh is scorched he calls it and so his words are getting cut off mark says that words aren't important and they continue to fight as uh uh and as thrag gets cut off as mark grabs him and flies directly into the sun yeah and then they, the rest of the comic is oh my just god this them fighting and dialogue inside of mark's head and it's some of the best dialogue in the entire comic it really yeah. is it's so it literally good. is i remember reading this entire dialogue Word for word, last time we did this issue, yeah, yeah you because did. it's that good. It's so good. Um, they burst out of the 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 surface, and they're just their skin's gone. It's they're just muscles, and and they're like they're practically disintegrating. It's so gross. But I just love the way Mark starts with, with "I wish you could hear me." He talks about how he's fighting for. You this know, I want to read just this one part though. <laughs> we'll see. I'm fighting for my family, my people. Our people, your people, hell, even your army that's fighting against me. I like that. I yeah. think that's awesome. Because yeah. he's not... Because Thrag's fighting for revenge. He's not fighting for anything yeah. but that. But he, he's even saying, like, he's just fighting for the death to stop. And that's yeah. it. Like, he doesn't even... It's not even, like, he's not even seeing his people, Thrag's people, as enemies anymore. He just wants it all to be over with. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to kill him. Yep. And then... Uh, Cause fuck being a superhero. And then you turn being the page and all of a sudden, um, robots armor is overhead and I'll read a little bit of this. Mark says, do you know what this means? Do you get it? My enemy has sent his outermost protective shell to help me. Where is your help? Your own children aren't coming to help you. Are they? No one cares about you. And then 
God, yeah. Every punch I throw has the weight of everyone I love behind it. I'm fighting for them with every blow. Your punches have nothing behind it. You're fighting for the old ways. It's just amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. The, the, thing... the, the fact that the, the, the robot oh metal starts melting, melting off of him. over him. Oh my god, it's so awesome. Yeah. You were holding us back. Under your leadership, the Viltrumite stood for nothing, fought for nothing, just like you. So, as this fight goes on, it's it's Thrag that's, that keeps getting, like, pretty fucked up. Like, they're, they're both just skinned Viltrumites at one point. And then Mark dips them back into the sun, mm-hmm. pulls them out, and he is, like, skeletal. Yeah. Almost. No nose. No nose. Which, remember, which makes sense, I'm just now remembering this, uh, during the fight with Nolan... Nolan headbutted him and broke his nose. And from that moment on, his face was bloodied and his nose was broken. So I like that he gets dunked in and that probably that piece that was still there is gone. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mark still has his nose. Yes. Excellent. Anyways. So now we get the kill shot. Mm-hmm. So Mark straddles him um, whilst on the surface of the sun, bites his neck. He says, we can be a force for good. We can spread peace throughout the galaxy. We can love and be loved. We can be happy. happy. And tears his throat out. And that's it. I just love the way he ends it. Like I said, I wish you could hear me, but you're dead now and I'll soon follow. If only, if only I could live to see it. He doesn't just tear his throat out. He bites it and rips it out. Yeah. With his mouth. With his mouth. Yeah. We see Alan swoop in to pick him up. And Thrag dissolves to nothing into the sun. Yeah. Remember, Dude, it is so it's so good. Like it's like that's loud. You're loud. No. You you could think about you know conquest death or you know any of these other deaths in in comics or anything like that. This had been hyped up for a really long time. This has been the big bad for a really long time. I think we got a very satis you know satisfying fight and end to this character them fighting on the sun was like in hindsight i feel like it's almost better now that we're not we don't have any expectations because we already know that Mm -hmm. if you like look back in hindsight you're like okay that was that was really fucking good because you never it's never going to meet your expectations like how is thrag gonna die you know what i mean yeah you can think of a million ways that would be so fucking like tara comes and just flies through them something crazy like that you know but it, it was very poetic like they didn't even have a fucking dialogue Mm. Like it was just Mark. No, like, I know. Oh well, our, our transmitters are dead now. It's it's so isolated, and we're just fighting to kill each other. Imagine not being able to verbalize mm-hmm. any. Like that's what a comic book is: them fighting, verbalizing their emotions and stuff. And it's the complete opposite of that. Yeah. It was great. It was fucking great. It was so good. Amazing. All right, <clears throat> and then the issue ends with um, Mark being brought back aboard the ship. Eve saying, "Is that him? You know, he looks like like when they pull out one of those." Uh, like mummies or something that were frozen in ice or uh, mm-hmm. or buried or whatnot. He's just curled up in fetal position, just skin and all dark, toasted. Um, Alan speaks with Ursul and um, and releases her bonds and um, asks her, did your father ever teach you the concept of forgiveness? So yeah. Issue 141. Um, back on Telesquia, Debbie is packing up her things and, uh, tells Tara that they're leaving. They're going back to Earth because, um, the war is over, but your grandfather was hurt. 
Tara says it's okay when when people get red on their parts and are their red parts in our fa in our family they just go back in and everything is okay right uh, we see Mark who is just a patchwork of skin grafts yeah he looks like something like from a horror movie he does look like, like I'm sure there's something he, out yeah. there I can't think of what it is because I don't watch those kind of movies but oh I, he looks like Jigsaw from is the it Punisher Jigsaw? movie yeah he, oh you know you're right he does look like Jigsaw from yeah. Punisher remember that Punisher Warzone yeah yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember that movie TJ I never saw it. It really? looked terrible. Well, I know the Jigsaw character just from comics, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Mark's talking to Eve. Um, and uh, they say that Tara's on her way. Mark says, can I see my dad? Uh, he goes in to see him. So, obviously, would you say a good amount of time has passed? Like, a good amount? I mean, it's been probably 30 been days. a week. A week? I mean, those a week and, probably and, Nolan, and Nolan is, like, back together. Like, look at his stomach. There's there's not, not a hole. He's, like, somehow put back together. I think that everything that would be put back together is covered by that metal. But I think more his importantly... His entire stomach Mark, was gone. I think more importantly, Mark has skin. Grabbed right. on and stuff like that. And is, like, up and conscious. So you feel like it's only been a week? That's what I'm saying. You don't oh. think that it's been a longer amount Could've of time? Could have been longer. But I feel like if it's been a month, why isn't, why isn't Debbie there? Right. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. Then again, there's never been a time where we've really had to track the how long it took between Telescria and here. It could take months. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, why Debbie isn't there? Like, if it's been, like, months, how it's, come Debbie's how not long, there yet? How does long it, does it take I to I mean, unless her? it does take months to get Debbie from, is there. Debbie? Yeah. And this issue starts with her saying, we have to go. Your grandfather was hurt. I mean, in this scene that we're currently reviewing. Yes. Debbie is there yes. during the scene. Yes. Okay. In the intro, she is not. Right, okay. Yeah. So the intro happens, and then I, an amount of time happens, because I'm assuming she finds out right, but you're saying, immediately that he was hurt. But it could have been months since the intro, is what I'm saying, because Debbie is there now. Yes, it could have. Yeah. If it if we think it takes that long to get from Telesquia. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, okay. she came right away. Yeah. You gotta assume oh, that yeah, she Oh, yeah, she is here. Yeah, yeah, she's there. So that's the thing. So, Bill, I mean, unless... I can't see it being a whole lot longer than a week. <clears throat> yeah. Because, th so what, Nolan stayed stayed barely alive without Mark seeing him? This is the first time he's seen him for over a week? But then again, maybe Mark was out of it for a long time. We've we've officially gone, dug too deep. Gone too far. We've gone too we've, far. We've done the Invisible Podcast thing. Yeah, we're getting out. We're, we're like, getting... who the fuck cares? Just so this, go on. Yeah, so this, this, this scene, this whole scene is rough, man. This is... Nolan looks... Nolan looks done like his the, eyes are bloodshot his face is sunken in like he is and dead. i don't know if it was otley or fairbairn or hell could have been kirkman nolan is always in shadow the light is always just above his like up to his neck almost oh, wow, but his face right. is always shadow so he's it, it always looks he always looks like he's dying <laughs> like his eyes are bloodshot it just yeah he, so this conversation is is very heartfelt, but pretty much it's Nolan saying you need to lead the Viltrumites. Mm -hmm. You're their leader now. I do, and I don't mean to interrupt, Bill, but I do like that they they call out the elephant in the room. Aren't you healing? We've survived so much in the past. Mm -hmm. They do bring it up. You know, my heart is damaged. 
I was able to dodge it, but it's not enough, it seems, because my damaged heart, my body isn't strong enough to repair it. Sorry. He talks about how he... I mean, literally the past probably 40, 40 issues has been Mark talking about what he wants for him and, and Eve and then what he wants for him, Eve and Tara. Mm-hmm. They missed five years. It's about them preparing what they want out of life and what their future is. And what Nolan is saying is pretty much destroying all of that. Yep. It's uh, Mark even says, that's not what I want for me. It's not what I want for my family. I don't want Tara to grow up in that. And Nolan pretty much says, I mean, you're, you, if you were to have control over the Viltrumite Empire, you could create the safest world, the safest universe for Terra. Mm-hmm. There's nothing safer than that. Mm-hmm. And you'd be pretty much, not only that, but if somebody else takes over the Viltrumite Empire, they can take them back to the old ways. Yeah. You know, and, Mark's, and, and Nolan's saying that you changed me, changed them. Which is the last thing he says to him. Um, amazing two-page spread right here with Mark kind of going through everything, still talking as Nolan has already passed, um, saying, no, I, I won't let you do that. You can't put that all on me. Whatever part of me that you say changed you, you put that there. So you've always had that in you. You've always had the good inside you. Um, you know, if we could change as a people, it's you who showed us the way. And then he realizes that's... And then Debbie and he Tara died. step in. Mark has a nice moment with Tara. But and then some more time passes. Yeah, because now he has hair. His skin is all healed up. Do you agree that Eve's hair looks more like... Like... It is... Ballin' ever since she re... Like, made herself? Yes, I think it's because of... Um... um Shoot, what's his name? I know his name. Uh, Mark Morales became the inker. And I think the black lines um, in the like the streaks and strands in her hair are... That's just from his inking. You think so? I think so. I could be very, very wrong. Okay. But it kind of times out to be in the same time that he came on as inker. Okay. And I do agree. So, yeah. Um, so, they were headed back to Earth. Yep. Mark said that he's going to be, he plans on leading them, um, and we're going to, they head back to Earth. They do, uh, Mark has a moment with uh, Tara where he uh, feels bad that someday he'll leave her alone and face the abyss, similar to what how he felt when, um, when Nolan died. But right now he's happy that in this moment, um, you know, you're asleep and you're happy and everything is okay. But then Eve comes into the room, says, Mark, hurry. <laughs> and this is just oh, well, this we panel. I mean, Mark and Eve kind of get into a, an argument because, you know, she he, he she doesn't like the fact that... He's agreed to this. That he's agreed to, to what Nolan said in taking over the Viltrumite Empire. And he kind of explains to her what him and Nolan talked about. Pretty much everything Nolan said, that he can create a safe place for, for yeah, Tara. Just... And now... She's not what, okay with it, but she's kind of she's kind of warming up to it. Yeah. So Eve comes in, says, "Mark, hurry!" And then this this panel of Mark kind of encapsulates um, Mark's life throughout this entire series. He says, "Oh God, what now?" Because he just can't catch a break. They've approached Earth, and there is just a barricade of robots surrounding it. 
So we got 142. This is the Robot War. Robot War, part one of one, part the end of all things, of part 10 of 12. Yes. It's a part within a part. It's one part of a part and a part of 12. Yes, exactly. So it starts with uh, Mark flying out there, flying after Rex uh, into space. Rex flies ahead of him um, and says that... Um, you know, with your father or dad, you're going to assume command of the Viltrumites. It's only a matter of time before you turn them against me. I had no choice. Uh, he said that he's gathered their offspring as a precaution. If your efforts against the Rag failed, they could have been used. Um, now they're a tool to turn your army against you. So he goes over the, um, uh, the airwaves, the uh, um, speakers and videos across the ship, and basically announces to all the Viltrumites, Hey, I've got all your kids. If you want them... Uh, to be kept safe, um, you work for me now, and uh, you know you have to bring Mark Grayson to me. And uh, they attack Alan. I never really liked that. I don't like how they turn so quickly on him. I get I that. We, I get that we have to move it along. Yeah, not only that, but I also don't really like the, like Robot's plan because I feel like he should be smart enough to know that it wouldn't work, and it like really did not work like it wasn't even close to mm -hmm. well he wasn't even close to pulling it off yeah but we'll get we'll get there um eve and uh tara and debbie uh approach ursel and say that they need her help and uh ursel's like okay so uh is that forgiveness if i help you you'll forgive all the bad things that i did uh then back on earth we've got um mark approaching um the immortal and saying that now is the time to fight him uh he agrees and you know they say that now is it the right time because uh we've got all the viltrumites coming we either do it now or we pretty much aren't going to do it at all we we see for the first time the grown-up kids abraham and mary is this five this is five, six years after where we saw them last time, right? Roughly. Six or seven years? Yeah. Okay. And Duplicate is reading a, a biography about her husband. About Abraham Lincoln. Yep. I didn't mention um, back when Nolan was dying, there was a moment where he said, I need you to lead them. And lead, the word lead was bold. Um, again, going back to... The, uh, the future immortal saying all the things that come true and Kirkman oh, yeah. having to like make a point of it just like when it's time to leave Earth yep. he had to say it that way I think we should leave it because immortal said when you left Earth and took your family or you were leading the Viltrumites or whatever it was that he said mm -hmm. so it made it very clear like hey it's happening um, so yeah we see the immortal children uh, in their own superhero costumes He's, immortal says you ready for your first big superhero fight and uh, everything moves along pretty quickly here. Eve and all the uh, Viltrumite children show up on Earth. Tech Jacket Woo! leads them to the, the hideout where all the guardians of the globe are. And Mark is kind of speaking to all of them, saying that, you know, uh, he's abducted their children. Um, what happened to all the robots in space? They're coming down. They, yeah, they, they, all, they, they all just gather around the Pentagon. I feel like they got past them. Super easy. Well, yeah. just Mark did, and then they were no, probably they, too distracted to even they, care about what happened to Eve. What are they? I mean, I guess. 
They're worried I mean, about Mark is on Earth now. The I, I know, but there are a bajillion Viltrumites. Why, why do they care about the Viltrumites? The Viltrumites are working for him right now. No, not the ones that... He doesn't at, know that. Look at every everything, no, I everybody get, that's I with get, I get all the children. Are, he, Robot couldn't have Robot, foreseen Ursul's army yeah. working with... Yeah, Robot yeah. knows that all the Viltrumites are working for him right now. Okay. Yeah. Then, then if they if there were three hundred robots in the sky with only one job to keep Mark from getting to Earth, I still don't like how easy it was that Mark got to Earth. Then, like either yeah. way you look at it, I would again. I don't want to keep arguing it, but Mark is significantly faster than Robot, right? But Robot knows that. Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying he in a bullet he's gone. He can't find him on Earth. I I know. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying like once he's on Earth, where did he go? I'm saying oh. the fact that he got past that barricade so easily oh, of all yeah. those robots. Yeah. Either either Mark got past too easy or Eve got past too easy. Yeah. Either way, it happened. And now the best part of the entire Invincible series happened. Is it Tara? Yeah. So Tara and Britt Jr. are talking, and she's like, can you fly? I can fly. And, and Britt Jr. says, no, but I'm super tough. You could break a tank over in, in half over my head. And she punches him through the wall, and Eve's like, Tara! <laughs> And Tara's like, what? It's not a tank. I just hit him. And then he's like, didn't hurt. And then she just over her shoulder, cool. So the reason why Britt Jr. is there is because Invincible went to all of the Guardians. um, That are against Robot. That are against Robot and said, I know that you guys gave up on trying to take him out, but now's the time. We're all here. And and then um, from behind them, Tech Jacket comes in with Eve and a bajillion other Viltrumites. And he goes... um, he says we're alone, and then they all come in. And he's like, oh, or maybe not. Yeah. So this is the big fight between all the guardians of the globe, Invincible, Eve, Immortal, and all his kids, and then all the children, Viltrumites, uh, Thrag's children. Uh, they show up to the Pentagon where Robot is keeping all the, um, you know, Viltrumite from Earth's kids, and a lot of kids, and um, and uh, it's being surrounded by a ton of the robot armors. I do like seeing all the uh, all the different versions because we do get to see some of the classic robot suits, some of the more skull face looking ones. We got the the big ones, the ones with the arms coming out the chest, the ones with all the uh, missiles on top of it. Uh, Mark also says, "Remember not to hit them too hard. Impact causes a sonic vibration that hurts us. You have to fight smarter with them. You'll get it." And uh, then from above. General Craig attacks uh, because here's the Viltrumites attacking them because they work for Robot for this hot second. Um, but Mark just grabs them and says, I'm getting your children back. Put on a good show. Make him think you're on his side. But if you kill anyone, you'll never see your children again. Tell your friends. And then throws, throws them into them. the ground. And that's it. Done. And that's it. The yeah. entire Robot's master plan ruined right in that one second. Yeah. Yeah, no, this issue is way too fast. It is. Oh, it's definitely way too fast. He, I mean, I was just thinking how the animated show is going to make these last two issues be like six episodes. Yeah, and I think the biggest, rightfully so. Like it's think, not. And again, hindsight being what it is, and I don't know how how it was when Kirkman was writing it and knowing how to space all these out. But I feel like end of all things, part one with the first six issues could have been at least one issue shorter. Yeah, and to yes. put and to put that yeah. right here. And, oh yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. you know the plan with Mark, that whole thing, like where they go to the one planet to get the one guy to kidnap yeah. What's him. What's the plan? What's the but plan? Then, What's the plan? But then where did that guy go? And then there's the one that Space Racer followed. 
that whole time frame was, uh, I think, could have been... I would have rather that felt sped up and choppy and not so drawn out and this part been a little bit more drawn out. Yep. But, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, we still get some great scenes here. We got Eve um, fighting uh, Zandel, bulletproof. Uh, crazy two-page splash with Tech Jacket and everybody fighting. It looks like Immortal's kids are tickling one of the robots in the left corner, but kind of funny. Monax and Amanda fighting. Um, Mark sends Adam Eve and Tech Jacket into the Pentagon to find the kids, uh, which is a cool team up, seeing the two of them together. They open up a door, and it's a bunch of Reanimen, and they say, okay, this means we're getting close. Am I wrong? You no, know, I'm not wrong. Nothing happens with the Reanimen. They just open the door and they're yeah. there. Again, it was it's just, just... It's showing, like, more of the army. Yeah. That's all. It's just... It's, it points in Invincible. The Reanimen are... Big. Are tough. Yeah. You know, like, that's a big deal, seeing them. That you'd think, do they run away? They don't fight them, right? No, I don't ever remember seeing them. No, they don't, I'm saying. But, yeah. like, I'm saying, do you think they would? Yeah. I would think they would. Yeah. That's a tough fight. Even Tech Jacket against an army of Reanimen... Yeah. I mean, Tech Jacket is fucking... Yeah, he's a beast now. But still, I mean, probably not. I wouldn't think he'd be that much. He could take him out so easily. Yeah. That many of them. And they are the normal ones, not the Invincible ones. Uh, Ursul helps out Invincible in the fight. Monax and Amanda fight some more. Uh, and this is a scene where um, Rex starts talking to Amanda. Uh and Rex is saying things like, don't make, you hurt, don't make me hurt you. I could kill you. Uh, don't make me do that. Last time I tried, I regretted it so much. And uh, Rex says, Amanda, I've, I'll always love you. Amanda says, you don't even know what love is. There's a this moment is my favorite part of, this of probably this entire um, trade. Uh, trade. That's yeah. blasphemy. And I love Except the robot, for, Amanda. Aside from the last issue. Aside from the last issue. I love even this that, moment. Even, even the, I wish I had, I wish you could hear me now. The entire fight with Thrag is better than this moment. And I love Amanda. Maybe the dialogue, but as a single moment. Yeah. It is cool. I love this. Cinematically, you can almost see like all the robots kind of like stopping and looking for a second. Because how would you ever know where he is or yeah. who or why he's there or anything? But he like, he had to be there for this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that whole dialogue between the two of them and led up to the fact that Amanda just knew just yeah. by looking at the robots and their and their stances, by hearing by hearing what he said, like, what he said and how he said it in his body language, seeing him like in the distance, she's, knowing she's saying, the and only then screaming, one. that's that's him, that's the one that he's yeah. in, yeah. And then Invincible just grabbing him and taking him up, yeah. That's I fucking love that yeah, moment. Yeah, she's the only one that would have been able to tell right and, and find out because of that, because of the history they have together. But yeah, then that's great. Mark grabs him, immediately flies up into space. Again, drones can't catch up. They go out of range and they float off into space, and then it's uh, every you know, bulletproof surrendering all the drones inactive. And then Craig, someone find my children. Have you seen my children? Give me back my family. And then, I mean, Kirkman takes it home with the dialogue in this part. Yeah. I mean, robot, it's beautiful out here. And then Mark, you think we're gonna talk? (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. Yeah talks about how it's empty you know that's why i got us closer than we've ever gotten before because i'm empty mark saying you're not empty you're evil you, robot says deep down you know i'm right you know that that 
that the way he's been running things is the way it should be. Um, Robot says you're racking your brain, trying to think of a way that you can keep one and lose the other. You know, the keep the good that he's done, um, but lose the bad that Robot could potentially do. And Mark says, yeah, and I figured it out. And you turn the page, and there's another great Biltramite splash page. Punch! Right? Biltramite Punch! I think it'll be like that. I was quoting Falcon Punch. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could have done um, Airship Swipe. Or I mean, I don't know what that is, but no, no. you couldn't do that. <laughs> it's not even close. What is Airship Swipe? What? Oh, is it Final Space? No. What is it? That's fucking Avatar. Airship? Oh, he does. We're he does. Oh, Yeah, okay. he uses and the he slices through yeah. all of them. Wow. All right. All right. Not a fan. I mean, well, one's a punch and one is steering a ship into other things, but you yeah, know. But it's Sokka. He says that with everything. It's can true. I go on a? Can I go off on a different thing right now? Now that we're talking about Avatar. I mean, we only have one more issue. I'm, two I'm, more issues. I'm rewatching Korra, and on the last episode of of this I'm podcast, I'm rewatching Korra too. On the last episode of this podcast, we talked about uh, um, the Cabbage Guy in Avatar, and we were like, we don't. He doesn't come back in uh, in Korra, does he? He doesn't come back. He actually does, and he comes back as a fucking villain. I don't remember that. Don't tell me. <laughs> What, when did you I've, start? It's like in the very beginning. I'm four episodes, five episodes oh, okay. in. All right, you probably haven't gotten to it. So, it's probably like so the, next the episode. Very beginning. <laughs> the first in the first uh, season. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. I'm excited now yeah. because I it's been just long Is enough, and I've only seen Korra it's, once. It's a it's it's a very quick thing. A He's an this, equalist, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of the, a lot of this rewatch of Korra is like me remembering for the first time, if that yeah. makes sense. I'm actually almost so, done with the it. The first season the of Korra thing is yeah. so fucking I'd good. Shit out of it. Immediately, and again, we've talked about this, and we don't have to get into too much of a tangent that we didn't like it as much when it first came out because of expectations. It's and almost better. But now. rewatching it now, dude, the animation, the acting, the story, the the maturity of yeah. it, just, it's just just, just Bolin. Fucking love Bolin. He's so good. I mean, Korra is so incredible. Uh, yeah, Korra's of course. Okay. Um, third. Third season, still not good though. Really? I mean, it's good. It's got it's got moments, but the wait, the second season is the spirit realm. Yeah. Right. Oh, it's so good. Which is okay. No, dude, it's so the good. The third season. Third was the the group, right? Yep. The group of bad guys. Yep. Oh, the Red Lotus. Yeah. Yep. yep. The Red Lotus, and then the fourth season is awesome. Yep. Fourth, yeah. Fourth yeah. Fourth season. Is awesome. All right, and then yeah, the third season was just okay. Yeah. Third season yeah. Was not good. We got back more, to it. Two more is- two more scenes in this issue. First, with uh, Mark introducing uh, um, Immortal to his new job, he wants him to basically maintain the peace and rule uh, uh, with the help of Robot, who is now a brain in a tube. So he says everything gets filtered through you. Uh, We've got D.A. Sinclair and uh, Rex says, I used to fear what I might do in the name of logic. Truth is, I think things are better this way. It ends with uh, um, Mark and Eve going up and, and seeing all the fam- the Viltrumite families and uh, they're being reacquainted with all their children. And Eve introduces Mark uh, to Scott and this is husband and their daughter Molly. And then Eve says this, this is Anissa's son, Marky. And he says, is my mom really dead? On a full page. Crazy. God. All right, issue 143, the second to last issue. Um, it's been two weeks since then. Uh, 
this is Eve talking to Mark, who's kind of in a daze. She's saying, it's your son. You have to deal with this sooner or later. The ceremony starts soon. I'll talk to you later. Uh, great two-page splash of Mark uh, receiving the emperor garb and all the Viltrumites kneeling before him. And I like this moment of Terry just being like, what makes daddy so special? Uh, Debbie is at Nolan's gravesite. Um, you know, Debbie talks a little bit about how she spent a lot of time with the Viltrumites over the years and she just feels like that part of her life is over. Uh, you're going to be a great emperor, she tells him. I think it's interesting that Nolan is buried on Earth and Oliver was turned into stardust. You know what I mean? And there was this huge... Uh, granted, we didn't see the ceremony, so we don't know what it was, but do you think it's fitting that Nolan is buried on Earth? Or I mean, do you think he should I, have had a more grand gesture? Like I feel like... Oliver was not okay. So Nolan found his humanity. Nolan found his humanity. Nolan found his humanity on Earth. Oliver was not buried on Earth because he never felt any connection to Earth. I'm not saying bury like Oliver would never would have been buried on Earth, but I'm uh, but I'm saying like don't you think? I mean, Nolan was a huge member of the Coalition, so don't you think that they would have wanted to honor him was in he? such a way? Yeah, he teamed he up with Alan. No, no, no. He teamed up with oh, Alan. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. all. He was friends with Alan. He was more ear, right? I guess he was more. He like, wasn't like Viltrumite. Oliver. Like who he was more. Worked, yeah. yeah. So no, I think I like that TJ though. Like Nolan found who he was on Earth. Oliver found who he was in space. Mm-hmm. He yeah. never really even liked Earth people. No. Never related to them. No. Um, Debbie says that your father, he would be proud of you. Mark says, I know. Cut to Marky, who's screaming. Um, when I reread this the other day, I was like, this didn't already happen? This is the second to last issue? Like, I couldn't... I, it, this felt like it happened a lot longer. Another ago. another six episodes. You know? This is what I'm saying. Like, this could have happened, and then we could have gotten more, Yeah. you know, before the final issue. I can't believe this was the second of to last Marky issue. Of Marky freaking out? Marky freaking out, yeah. Mm. I thought... I just didn't remember that happening so close to the end. Um, but yeah, he freaks out and is, through his powers, just bursts through the wall in his bedroom and flies away. Um, we talked about this moment between Alan and Mark last episode. Um, Mark saying, you know, thank you. You know, we couldn't be happy. This couldn't have happened without your help. And he goes off to say, I remember how you got me involved. And like, Alan's like, oh. And uh, Mark basically says that our relationship is never going to be like it was. We, we can't go back to that. We can't go back. Uh, Mark says, you're a better leader than a friend, and that's okay. We've hit the age where responsibility gets in the way. Sad. This is really sad. It's so sad. Like, going from the moment in this in the beginning of this issue where we see, like, Alan tearing up at his friend being cut in half. Yeah. To to where this this ends with Alan. Like, we'll talk, we'll talk about that later. Um, Alan leaves. Uh, there's a moment where he talks with mark which is very important saying i assume that because you believe in what the coalition stands for that um we can count on you and your people if we ever need you mark says of course our, our goal is always we always agree on that uh we always come to your aid but not if it endangers viltrumites that i will not do they are my priority now alan says understood uh, more conversation with eve about how they're going to be lead, you know ruling the viltrumites and uh mark's been thinking about where they're needed most but they get interrupted with a call from the immortal saying that you might want to handle this personally. 
Uh, I love the coloring in this scene. The nighttime, Eve's powers, like, it, it just looks great. I should have bought this splash page. I yeah. had a chance in it. Dude, and I, I remember thinking you had the chance at the fucking last page yeah. of Marky looking up at the sky. And thinking about how much that costs now, I kick myself. I yeah. should have just got it. Dude. I, that happens I to me have all the time it. where I think back of on things I just didn't get. I know. It, it sucks because things are so much more expensive now. I know. And then these things are just gone. Yeah. But a listener listens that listens to us um, owns that page. And that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, they show up. Mark is uh, Mark has this moment with Eve where Eve's saying like, "Hey, you should have talked to him. You know, this is this is your fault." Mark says it's complicated. I don't know what to say, how to tell him, why to tell him I wasn't around, why he doesn't know me, how he was conceived. And Eve's like, "We've never told Tara how she was conceived." And Mark's like, "Uh." Marky is fucking shit up. He's throwing cars at police. They're <laughs> they're like fucking. There's ha- a pile up. They are hammering him with bullets. Just fucking tons of and bullets. It's and he's just he's like, saying, stop shooting at me. Yeah, I know, but it's like not even affecting him. Anymore. Yeah. Like, he's crying because he's a child and he's scared, but like, it's just going right through his clothes. Like, it's yeah. not. Marky's a fucking He's beast. got bullet holes all over him. All, those are all the holes in his shirts. Yeah. Uh, Mark flies him up into space, or into the sky at least. Um, and he's saying, who are you? And Mark says, I'm your father. Uh, Marky faints, and they. Uh, he comes and catches him. Yeah. They bring him to the Pentagon, but before that, Mark uh, sees. Uh, the Mahler twins and Mark says okay let's make it quick and the Mahler's like yes we have every intention to do so these drones will scout out the entire area they'll find any loose rubble and recover any um, trapped bodies or anything like that I and love this too and they're like oh wait were you were referring you gonna fight to us? fighting us? <laughs> this is like my favorite part of the entire trade it's great <laughs> it, it makes up for the Mahler twins dying and then not really dying which yeah. I'm not crazy about but and it still... started with them yeah in issue one, they had to have some kind of You're cameo right. in the is, end. This is cool. Yeah. Um, Marky's in the Pentagon, uh, upset. Scott shows up. Eve assures him that we'll figure this out. In a conversation in uh, in the room with the robot brain, robot talks about how the Vilchamites should leave. That this is just a sign of what's to come. They're taking time bombs. Mark says, "I agree with Rex um, that they need to leave. That um, that they don't belong there." Uh, later on, they tell um, even Mark said, talk about how um, does Mark really expect all the Viltrumites to just uproot their lives here and leave? And Mark just basically says that he'll he's the emperor. They he, he'll make it happen. And then, uh, and what I remember being and still is a little anticlimactic for the for the the only um, the penultimate uh, yeah or for the only cliffhanger we will ever have or the final cliffhanger. Which is just um, Scott showing up as the Viltrumites are leaving and saying that they're not going to go with them. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh all right. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. It was okay, like, that's cool. get excited for the last issue. But no, it's, it's all good. So here we are, guys. Issue 144. It's been... Uh, One week to look at me. Caught your head to the side and said I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Has it been... This coming January will be... Or February will be... Four years since this issue came out? Was it 16? I think it was. I think think it was. Pretty sure. Wow. I think that's right. So three and a half half years since we read this issue for the first time. That sounds right. I think it is, but I'm going to look it up. No, it is. Oh, all right. (laughs) 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 Having, Having Kirkman on the episode to talk about this. Uh... 
Amazing cover is the only one that... No, it wasn't the only one from this that had a uh, variant. There was also the Lorenzo De Felici variant. Um, but this one had the Terra variant. That's a good one. That was a good one. Uh, issue 144 begins uh, with a panel that we've seen many times. This time, it's Mark telling Marky the truth of where they really came from. And that very famous scene... What is it, TJ? 2018? That can't be right. February 16th, 2018 was when we posted our 50th episode with Robert Kirkman. Was it 2018? It was, because we started the rereader that September, later on oh, that yeah. year. Yeah, so it would have been. We were two, two years off. Wow. 18 and 19, 20. Huh. No, this would be three years. It's been two and a half years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's been two and a half years. So yeah, we get um the recap of the history of Invincible and the Viltrumites. And we get recreations of a lot of the panels, uh, of all the panels, and uh, the retelling of the story from Mark's perspective as he explains it to Marky. And, but he goes a little bit further this time. He goes on to talk about Nolan, and he talks about him and the Guardians and um, destroying Viltrum and Thrag um, um, and fighting Nolan and killing you know, his grandfather. And... Um, and uh, he just wanted wants to tell him that you know uh, you're gonna stay with Scott and I respect his wishes. I just want you to know who you are. Um, there's just so much for you to experience. I'm sorry I won't be there for that, but you'll be in good hands when the times come. When the time comes, you're going to do a lot of good here. This isn't goodbye. I'll come in time to time. Do you understand all this? And he says, "Wow, I'm actually a space space alien." You own that page, Ryan. I do. Mm. Um. Man, the, all right, this issue, we just got, we've got uh, the daughter of Battle Beast. Nope, not the daughter. Yeah, it is. No, yeah, she's not. see, I no. always thought no, it was. she's because, not. No, the thing. She's the next chosen, or she's no, the next. No, he says. He says it, though. The rebel, your father's curse. Your father's curse. It flows veins. through your veins now that it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it, he's not the one containing now that it. He is not alive to contain it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I remember something came up not long ago, Bill, where we were like, "Oh yeah, I guess it wasn't his daughter or something like the that." The thing that we debated thing, though it's not, was Thresha. This has yeah. She is, is this not Thresha's daughter? Thresha. And it's not Thresha's right, daughter. Right. Right. So yeah, she. Uh, this answers the uh, the question of the uh, the rebellion or whatever that you know. Remember they remember they uh, succumbed to Thrag and like you know surrendered to Thrag and was like yeah yeah and they killed General Mock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this answers that. And, yeah. and then he says, Battle Beast. he tells her, they mm-hmm. say it was a Viltrumite uh, who was finally able to best your beloved father in battle. And then she says, Viltrumite, then I know who has brought this curse upon me. It is decided. I will not rest until every Viltrumite in the universe is dead, or I am. Mm-hmm. The end. Back to Earth. Um, Mark and Debbie are talking. Mark feels bad about leaving Marky on Earth and leaving him there. She says that there's a whole, um, a whole lot of people that need you, women and children, and, um, you know, I like how Debbie says, and who knows, maybe in 15 years, Marky will be reminding you what it is to be human. Hmm. I own that page. You do. You do. Uh, Marky says goodbye to, um, or Mark says goodbye to Marky and Scott and Debbie. Um, all great scenes, and I love how Scott tells Marky that, you know, 
I'll, I've always been your dad. I'll always be your dad. Nothing is changing. You've just got an extra dad in space now. And he's a and space, he says, dad. space dad. Space dad. A real dad. And he gives him a hug. And he's like, all right, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go home. <laughs> and then I forget that this issue did this. Really? Yeah. It jumped around? Yep. And then uh, years later, um, uh, Debbie, with her graying hair, is taking Marky to... Uh, Who is now Marcus... Oh yeah, Marcus. Uh, bringing Marcus to uh, the tailor shop art. to go see art and uh, get him a new costume. It's a great, great scene with him. Uh, we turn the page and it's him sporting his new looks with the, love the gloves, with love the, glo- the black yeah, lines, loose gloves, thick black lines, knee pads, the whole, whole deal looks sharp. And he sees something, says, "Oh man, first fight, first fight." And does a barrel roll. Who and I, this page? I own this page, too. And it's one of my favorites. I really like this page. It's a good one. It is a good one. Does so his famous barrel roll. Famous now, yeah. Famous now. Um, um, he interrupts a fight between the Guardians of the Globe and these two new characters. This one is very cool. Yeah, Wrath and Vengeance. Yep. Um, vengeance has given in to the darkness that powers their abilities and um, is freaking out. Mark is fighting all of them. There's some fun little dialogue between Monax and, and Best Tiger. Pegasus is there. If you were to ask this new villain what his name was, what would he say? Vengeance. I'm Vengeance. Oh! Batman oh. trailer. Batman trailer. Uh, so good. Yep. I can't Go. wait. Going almost. And uh, Vengeance is freaking out. He's uh, uh, feels his body surging with power. And uh, he just barks out. Dar- uh, Were uh, you quoting "Get him to the Greek"? No. Where Jonah Hill got stabbed with the epipen. No, Ryan, like, the first time I saw "Get him to the Greek," it was okay. It's one of those movies you got to watch. Dude, again. I really? see that so all the time. Really? Did it we is. just talk about that? You I, did. I you did recently. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. I, it is it's, so fucking it is, good. It is really good. It I is so to, good. I, I need to see it again then. Um, is it an actual? Is it a sequel to? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It's not, right? Oh, no. because Jonah Hill plays a different character. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's a sequel. Kind of like a spirit, I mean, it's spirit the same. sequel. I mean, he plays a, he plays still Elder Snow. Yeah. Elder yeah. Snow. And, and that's it. That's uh, about it. Yeah. Darkwing it's emerges really... from the void, um, saying, home? Is this home? Earth? Am I? Uh, and uh, um, Monster Girl picks him, picks him up. And uh, who is that? Uh I can't think of her name. Not Speedster. What's her name? Outrun. Outrun says, oh, yeah, um, yeah. you're Invincible, son? I guess that explains the costume. You go by Invincible? And he says, maybe eventually. Kid Invincible for now, I guess. I haven't really thought about it much. Kid Omni Man. Kid yeah, Invincible. Yeah. Uh, and then... How crazy was it that Darkwing showed up? That was that was one of the most, like, what-the-fuck moments of this yeah. issue. But another what-the-fuck moment. Oh, my God. You turn the page... Elsewhere, uh, oh. a portal starts to opening up, and out comes this teenage kid with a pet fox. Dude, I love the purple scarf. Yeah. Uh, and he says, uh, no chainsaw, referring to his fox, which is a cool name for a fucking fox. <laughs> uh, Dad's not going to be here either. He's been erased from the multiverse. There's just dot, dot, dot. There's none of him left. However, he says that the reason this. why they're in that dimension... Is because that's where his greatest enemy, Mark Grayson, lives. So, for the record, whose fault is it that he's been erased from the multiverse? Robots, his I guess. Own? No, it's his oh, own. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he took own. out his... Angstrom did it. Yeah. He's, 
Like, yeah. it's his fucking fault. Yeah, yeah, but his son probably doesn't know that. Yeah, but this is a, that's not even his son. Like, this is his I'm son from one of those... I'm assuming it's his son from one of those dimensions, One of those right? dimensions, yeah. We'll get into that in, in future issues when we delve into... Uh, we into find this, out more about him. Into yeah. this guy. Uh, we got a page with... Oh, this is a good moment, too. God, it's just... Every page is just a cool thing. Um, I picture every page just being something that Kirkman had put in his notes app on his phone of like, I'll get to that eventually. That's a really cool thing. Yeah. You know, like robot being back in a tube again. And Amanda says that to him. Um, she says, I, you tell yourself you made a sacrifice to save the world that this had to be done and that you ended up living in a tube again alone, like some kind of martyr. The truth is this is the world you wanted. Deal with it. And he says, I will. I still take that he's differently close. than you guys. He says he's lonely. I take it as a threat. I take it as not a threat. Yeah, I don't know why you do because it's in bold. Yeah, and I don't. Neither of us are, are wrong, but no, I know. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I will. Marcus, uh, goes to fly out on his one of his nightly walks, as Scott calls it, uh, where he goes and visits Nolan's grave. Uh, he says, "Hey, Grandpa," you know, it's really, really, really a great scene. He says, "Like anyway, I'm kind of the new Invincible now, which is pretty cool." He talks about how he's wearing uh, his dad's costume. Uh, you'd like it if if you liked it. I don't know if you actually liked it or not. Like it's such a really good conversation, and he sounds really young. Like mm-hmm. it's it's awesome. And then we got the uh, Otley's final page, where he uh, talks about the name Invincible, and he says that it's funny because it's something I know I'm not, and um, and that how his dad chose Invincible because it's something he felt he was. I chose it because I'll have to be that if I'm ever going to live up to his legacy. Because he turned out to be so much more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the last bit of Invincible that Ryan Otley drew. Yep. Then we have the second half of the issue with uh, Corey Walker's arc. Starts off the same way with the ships leaving. So this is right where it left off earlier mm-hmm. when Mark left Earth with his family. Tara says, where are we going? And Mark says, everywhere. It's so good. It's so good. Yep. Oh my God. Do you remember these six panels? Yes. Oh, they're incredible. It's too much, man. And she's so cute. So we get Tara growing up from yeah. little Tara to a little bit bigger Tara to teenage Tara to young adult being, Tara, like being you know very angsty and yeah. stuff. At the end, she talks about how she's um, she applied for the conservation order, where it's a program where she gets to go planet to planet to make sure that everything's working properly. Um, so it's basically, you know, you've, we've got the World Betterment Committee. You've got the, the, the Viltrumites are making all these planets better. But after they leave the planets, someone has to go back and check up on them. And that's what she's applied for. And she even did it under another name um, so that there wouldn't be any favoritism and all that. Oh, these, these pages, man. God. Uh, and the coloring on them, too. The fucking coloring. Coloring Dude. is absolutely what makes this so good. Her flying down and cleaning out a uh, the turbine. pink sky in the background, and then her going in the ocean and just yeah, like, the very smoky is. sky in the yeah, background. It just like it, it looks just... like another planet. Yeah, it looks yeah. like nothing we've ever seen before. No, so good. Uh, she flies down, cleans up that turbine, and then leaves, just smiling. Oh, and and, and I forgot to mention that last page ended with, and I can wear whatever I want. And you turn the page, and she's wearing this modified invincible costume, um, which is kind of the take on a take between. Mar- uh, Invincible and Adam Eve's costume. It's so cool. Um, turn the page again. Years have passed. Many, many years. 
Mark says uh, he explains that things are different now, and he hopes that the traditions, such as wearing a mustache, continue to change, um, and uh, and they honor uh, a new way, a way of peace. We have a moment with him and Alan, and they talk about how the first time they met, they wanted to talk to resolve conflict peacefully. And uh, but now. Uh, Alan's talking about how the Viltrumites are being a little too um, too good at their job. They're turning too many planets away from the Coalition. There's no need for the Coalition. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I agree. They just they needed it to happen. I mean... They just, why? For like a one-page fucking fight? I like, mean, Alan's saying this is... They're too good at it. The world... The universe is too safe. And now, like, I'm out of a job, so we need to go to war... So that it's not as safe. So I can be a tyrant. So I can be like a leader of... And the then goal, like. and then they literally go to war. And then the next page, the war is over. And then Mark helps him up. And he goes, yeah, I guess you were right. Again, again, <laughs> the speed of this is, I think, the biggest issue with it. But I don't think it's that out of character. For the last 50 issues, we've been seeing a new Alan fit into the role of putting his people first. That's literally what the last conversation they had before this was. About right, but that, putting, I don't feel like that's not what this is. He's not putting his people first on this. He's putting his leadership position first. Right. He's a better leader than a friend. He's all about leading the coalition. This is what he does. Has it been a hundred years of him leading and more things have happened? You but know his what I mean? people like, are safe. But the coalition is suffering because they're not getting the funding they need. Who cares? They don't need it. Yeah. Does he care about funding or does he care about his people? Well, they talk about so uh, the this, coalition this drains resources from yeah. the proper from the poorer worlds and moves them to the bloated, overpopulated worlds like Telescria to keep them afloat. This could have been just easier if you talked to me. So he's 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 a corporation that it's, is just yeah. It's what it's. I mean, it, it does make sense. Like what Mark said makes sense. Like these, you go to smaller planets, drain them of their resources, and and displace that planet's population to telescria which becomes overpopulated like yeah. it doesn't make any sense it doesn't and fucking you're using work. up resources you're, you need those yeah. resources to keep up with the overpopulation right like alan is there he's in a position where he has all this all these people to deal with and all these people to lead and to care for and he's trying to care for all this overpopulation and yeah yeah Another, mm. another, another, another six episodes right there. Yeah, right. Or issues. Yeah, yeah. There's. Um, I'm talking about the animated series. Oh no, I know, right? Yeah. This uh, uh, splash page uh, is just really interesting. Looking at who sided with Alan and oh, who sided. Oh, we're going sided, back now in time. Yeah, who sided with Alan in this war and who sided with Mark and the Viltrumites? I'll make it super easy. No one sided with with the Viltrumites. Pretty much no. Every single character that is not a Viltrumite it, yes. is fighting a Viltrumite. Space racer. Tech Jacket, the new Battle Beast, um, Universa, yeah, and then there's two right there. there's two new characters: this ape-looking thing, and then this green-looking one that's fighting Craig. So yeah, and that's where things are left with Alan, though. That green thing looks like a Galdarian, doesn't it? A little it always, bit. It always kind of reminded me of a, like a yeah, tall Galdarian. Yeah, it does kind of a tall Galdarian. Yeah. yeah. Um, we find out that Ursul and um, Terra have become friends. Which is interesting to think that they're a similar age now, or look a similar age now. Because, obviously, Taro is much younger looking than her last time we saw them. 
together in the same room. Uh, they talk about how Tara stayed out of the war. She wanted to sit it out. Um, Tara is, um, what is it called? Tara's leaving the vil- vil- the village from my empire. Yeah, the war against the coalition goes against everything I stood. Uh, I She's stood like going to become a hippie. Champions of peace do not start wars. The conservation order yeah, has been about go. breaking, uh, talk- talking about breaking away from this empire, uh, and I think I'm going to support it. It's uh, just a funny cycle, isn't it? Yeah. So the coalition, the coalition is good until it's not. Mm-hmm. The Viltrum Empire is good until it's not. The conservation order is good. Until it's until not. It's not. Yeah, and then there's yeah. going to be a new thing. That, I don't like, think it necessarily gets to the point where the Viltrumite is bad, though. I, I, But you could see that getting there. You she, could see she, that, yo, no, that you weird cycle. She stayed out of it because she's not about war. She's not about fighting. Yeah. Um, but the, their conversation gets interrupted because Eve is dying. And I guess this is a good indicator of how much time has passed. You know, if you think about Debbie or you think about Alan or you think about marcus back on earth this is how much earth time has passed if you look at eve she's a hundred years old you know up there and um she's dying and uh uh, she says i'm so proud of you tara and uh in that moment she her powers are activated and she's young again and she says i guess i'm essentially immortal and then we get a little bit of mark yeah. For the first time in an entire issue, because yeah, he's very like <laughs> stoic and leaderly and everything, mm-hmm. and he says rad. Yep. There's four four panels of them uh, going to various planets and doing what they do with the Betterment Committee. Um, then we got two pages. Then there's a lot here uh, that is told very quickly. Uh, Tara shows up to their home, and uh, it seems as though Mark and Marky have. Uh, have just gotten into a huge fight. Marky's saying things like, I worshipped you. I pushed myself as hard as I could to live up to your legacy. You left me on Earth. Uh, the more the more you missed, the more important what you were doing became. I worshipped you until it became to hatred. I thought you hated me because of how I was made. You always loved Tara more. Um, I was made with uh, hate. Tara was made with love. All of this. My mother doomed me. Uh, all of this. And um, Mark says, you're not bad. I'm sorry I left you. I think deep down I just wanted to live on the same... Um, I wanted you to live the same life I did on Earth. You've done so much good for the Earth system of planets. You've surpassed me in many ways. I'm proud of you. This was just a m- misunderstanding. Uh, Mark says, I'm sorry. I lost control. I could have killed you. How do we come back from that? They say that they have unlimited time to do it. That's interesting that he threw that in there. I never caught that until the reread. Yeah. The Earth system of planets. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, you know, our solar system. Yeah. So yeah. there's multiple Earth planets. There's multiple, like, like, you, you know, you probably it's probably throwing in there that Earth couldn't sustain the population or the resources or whatever. And a little, little thing thrown in there. The next page. It's my favorite. This was, didn't it's my Kirkman favorite. say this is to my, us... That this was one of the first things that he, yes. like, had written. Yep. He just, like, had it. He knew that the end of Invincible yeah. would have Terra standing standing in a coliseum yep. facing off against a giant creature. So cool. This is So, because of that and because of how beautifully it's drawn and colored and it's just perfect, that makes this one of my favorite panels in the entire series. And, and of course, Terra just saying, shut up and hit me already. It's so badass. The moves that she pulls... And then she just, 
shatters this guy's big hammer, knocks him out. Uh, this this world's ruler uh, is blown away at the fact that um, the Viltrumites are all this powerful, and yet they don't choose to rule. They could just overthrow us. They could just overpower us. But instead, you choose not to. You give us a choice, and um, uh, you spare us. Why? And Mark says that it's because that is the Viltrumite way. And then we have the final two pages of Invincible. We've done it. Uh, oh, Eve says you did it. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking to us. Uh, she says you did everything you, uh, your father asked. You changed the Viltrumites. You turned them into a forest for good. Celebrated across the universe. And Mark says, I've been thinking about what my father said to me. Uh, during our big fight, he looked down at me and said, what will you have after 500 years? And he goes, huh. The end. Mark, from come? adolescence to 500 and something years later. Yeah. Into a grown-ass man. It's still a perfect ending. It's still a perfect ending. If you want to hear more of our thoughts on these issues, obviously we have them broken down into the actual issue um discussions where we have a whole episode dedicated don't to tell them to go issue. back to listen to those episodes. they're all bad don't listen Good to them Lord. they're not that bad they're those, so those dude, are that, so no, no, that's literally the kirkman episode that's a great episode go listen to episode 15. you know what's funny though what like on oblivion on the oblivion song podcast we go back 20 issues or 20 on episodes purpose. and do recaps of like our predictions and everything and i was the last time i did that and i was listening to us before like 20 months prior even that, like, felt not good. That's not so, bad. So, like, right You're... now I feel like we're not good, and we just don't realize how not good we no, are until, it... <laughs> like, a couple years from now we'll look back at this episode and be like, fuck, we were terrible. It's I don't a... think that I think that a lot bad. of that is also you hearing a past version of yourself. You don't like hearing yourself But talk. I listen you to, like I'm, I do that, you don't you've know. Already said. I'm, I like myself. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to, I go back and listen to us here yeah. and there. Yeah. Every once in a great while. Yeah. All right, here we are. This is our last um, main topic of this caliber. Not, I, I guess I can't say of this caliber, but where we have essentially uh, an episode of this podcast split into two parts. So here we are on the second part where we are doing our what if segment. We did this once before. It was a long time ago. And uh, we thought we'd revisit it now that we can look back on, uh, on our, our entire reread and talk a little bit about it. So, I have, I'm going to give, no, you know what, let's start with an email. I'm going to start with an email from Luke. He says, hi Ryan and the rest of the team who continue to put out the greatest podcast ever. You were asking for what if scenarios. I'm sure somebody else has already mentioned this one. What if in issue 126, Mark took the Cosmic Spaghetti, the Cosmic Spaghetti's reboot offer. No more Terra, but so many lives saved. And I have a backup what if. So, before the backup what if, and we got a lot of what ifs. So, thank you everybody we that did. wrote in. We're, 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 we, rocket, we could spend a whole episode talking about and one of some. these. And then some. Um, yeah. So, we're going to go pretty quick. And just gonna be, it's going to be yeah. more lightning round. like us. And if things go into a conversation, then great. But otherwise, we're going to try and move it along at a good pace so we we're can like, get to all of these. We're unfortunately like the masters of theoretical questions. And, this and is rabbit the, holes. Yeah, it's not a good thing for us. Yeah. So, so we're going to try yeah. and keep it. So... What would have happened if he would have taken and stayed in Reboot? I feel like the same thing would have happened right up to the point where he was taken back into Reboot. 
Which was kind of alter everything slightly. Yeah, like it would have just kind of continued. He would have like saved people and... But then eventually he would have gotten to the point where he doesn't know what's coming next. Yeah, because so much has changed. Butterfly right. effect. You know so what yeah, I mean? he wouldn't have had Tara. He probably still would have had a little girl like he said he would, but it wouldn't be Tara. Yeah. And that's why he chose to come back. Yeah. Um, but I mean... Would he have stopped Thrag? Because like, he hasn't the thing. stopped I mean, Thrag yet. That's one of the things that were kind of an outside uh, thing happening, regardless of what Mark was doing on Earth. Thrag still arrived. Like, right. Conquest still arrived. But this time, he'd have Nolan on his side, Alan on his side, all the Guardians, the They'd OG Guardians. He would have known that this threat is coming. He would have been ready. I think he would have been able to take him. He would have been, he, he would have been able to defeat Conquest by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it wouldn't have been like that. I think what would have happened if it actually happened, like, in, in the comic world was that we wouldn't have lived out Mark's younger years from that point where he stayed. It would have then time-jumped five years into the future, and it would be a future that Mark does not know or yeah. that we knew. So I think it would be fun and alien to be like, where's Eve? Oh, Eve died four years ago. We're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I feel like it would be something cool like that that he could then go back to yeah. and do it again. Like, imagine yeah. if, like, Invincible was just going to keep going, and he could have done that. <laughs> it just kept looping? Like, he no, like, he could have... He Done, he could have said yes, okay, awesome, and then and then, they, and then the spaghetti monster would have jumped him back into the future after he stayed knowing everything, so he wouldn't have to relive all that stuff. But it would be like the future is completely different, oh, like yeah. like Back to the Future Part Two kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then he would go back again no, oh to, my God. to undo That's... it, and then we'd have. <laughs> you just yeah. TJ is just <laughs> Luke. Luke finishes up his email. I like this. He says, "Last year, what are your thoughts on all the virtual Comic Cons?" San Diego Comic-Con numbers were rough. Uh, keep on making awesome, uh, Luke. Okay, great. So let me be the first to say that San Diego Comic-Con sucked balls. There was nothing cool that came out of it. But DC fandom was fucking awesome. We got casting news, which was big. I'm not talking about Skybound specifically. I'm talk- He's talking about like, he's, the whole he's asking like, about how virtual San Diego Comic-Con yeah. and stuff like that. Bad. But yeah. DC fandom was, I love, like, the stuff that came out of that was awesome. The stuff that came out of it was awesome. However, I, think, I watched the entire dude, I think eight hours, madness. and I was just sending you guys the link. No. So and it was awesome. <laughs> no, like, like, the three things that I care about that came out, it's cool. But yeah. I would not have wanted to but sit there, through eight but, hours. I, dude, I wanted to see all of it live, and, yeah. How many, I mean, things, how many things coming out of the DC fandom are you excited about? And then tell me the things that came out of fucking San Diego, San Diego no, that you're excited about. No, I don't I even it. know one thing that came out of San Diego Comic-Con other that was the, cool. Other than the Kirkman panel. Yeah. Other than that, and even that was just yeah, okay. I don't even know if I did either. And I remember thinking, like, oh, cool, Hall H, they'll make, do, like, a cool Marvel thing or DC thing, and we can watch it, like, live virtually, like, for the yeah. first time. And there wasn't really anything worthwhile. But yeah. to the but I mean to the point like what are they gonna what are they gonna show like yeah. here's things that aren't gonna come out until next year like yep but DC like just went all out man like here's all these video games we're working on here's feel like they, a fucking they... trailer for the Batman like that's twenty five percent filmed yeah they're smart dude they're getting everybody on DC's side I, feel I can't like wait they sat on a lot of stuff for a very long time mm-hmm. to make. To make it awesome, to, yeah. to make like a big. They did huge look at. Impact. I mean, WB, WB Montreal, Rocksteady, the Batman. Like these are uh, Black Adam. These Wonder are things Woman. that Wonder Woman. These are things that we've known about. Zack Snyder cut for Zack Snyder's cut. These are things we've known about 
for years. That was five things. Yeah. Tell six. me, tell, tell me one thing off. No, from I get Black, it. No, you're right. Black Adam. That's what I'm you saying. Said Black Adam. Yeah. These are all things that we've known about for years. So it's like just to give us anything on all of them at once is flashpoint. Yeah. Fucking concept art with Michael Keaton. Yeah. The next Shazam movie. They, I, which I didn't even think they were going to even talk about until long after Black Adam yeah. came out. But they released the title of the movie, so it's got to be. What is it called? I don't fucking remember. Shazam, the next one. It's like Worlds Collide or something. Um, um, which is crazy because I, because the more I was thinking about it, they have to fucking start filming that shit soon because those kids are like growing the fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's move on with our what ifs. We got one here from uh, uh, Let's Talk Invincible over on Twitter. She says, uh, "What if Mark had never left Earth at all? Both in issue one forty four and post robot takeover." So both times where he left Earth with his family, with Terra, or maybe with, uh, or at the very end. There never would have been peace on Earth, because he, he would have made sure that robot didn't succeed. After 144, if they didn't leave Earth, Earth would have been destroyed. Earth would have just been overrun with Viltrumites. Vil- yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think so you, so you it, think... They left because of what happened with Marky in the streets. Yeah. And... That would have happened all over the place. And yeah. And they left because there's so many Viltrumite children now that... Marky was just the first of what well, could have been Earth millions. Would have just, Earth would have just become a new Viltrum. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, to, your, to, to, to be devil's advocate, like, where are all the Viltrumites now? Are they on a planet? Do they just... Are they in this flotilla, like this space yeah. station, that just go from planet to planet, making them better? Because they know that they can't populate a planet, otherwise they could just become their old yeah. ways again? Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. That's another six issue or episodes in the uh, show. Also, what if Thrag never discovered the Graysons were heirs of Argyll? I think that would he... in this scenario would Invincible have discovered it, I think or just nobody no, discovered it. Nobody would have ever discovered it. So not just Thrag. I think nobody. that Thrag would have still had a vendetta against Mark Absolutely. because he moved through Viltrum. It made literally no difference. Yeah, like, I think he still would have. Yeah, maybe in the beginning, maybe in the beginning, because like he was like, "Ooh, I have to be leader. No one can know." But then after that, it was just like Mark. I mean, they, the and change no one... would have been where the the other Viltrumites helped Nolan. They, they were already threat. kind of feuding at that point, anyways. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but that but getting it, getting Nolan in the position of leader is the biggest thing that happened because of Thrag finding out. I don't necessarily think that Argyll's bloodline had much to do with anything. To be honest, like I, I feel like the Viltrumites just followed Nolan because they liked Nolan. You know? I don't think they would no, have. No, they yeah. they literally they were so against him until the second they found out, and it was almost like they, were, they shocking. Were like, Wait, what? How Did quickly? You, oh, yeah, that's right. They that's right. they got on their knees. It like, was a quick. turning point. Yeah, it was yeah. A turning but that, point. but huge. I agree with you, Bill. That's it. Yeah. So, so I guess that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Interesting. Because Argyll, he led the Viltrumites in the way that's barbaric that they don't even do now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like... And I, I I know, we can keep going on all these yeah. for a really long time. I'm trying. What if uh, Conquest survived the Viltrumite War? Uh, he would have uh, grown up on a farm, or he would have had a farm with a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would have raised Ragnars. My guess is he probably would have just moved on to stay with Rag as, a, as his right-hand man and and went fought in the end of all things and died he, there. He would have died in the sun for sure. Or, or Alan would have or, ripped him in half or yeah, no I one see, would have killed him. No, Alan or Mark would have been fighting conquest while no one was fighting Thrag. Yeah. And Mark would have killed conquest then and there as Thrag killed Nolan in my head. 
Uh, and then the final one from Let's Talk Invincible. What, ha- what if Mark had led the Guardians in 61 and onward? So right after the Invincible War, Cecil offers Mark to lead the Viltrumites. And instead it goes... Or to, to lead the Viltrumites. Fuck. To lead uh, the Guardians. But instead it goes to Brit. I don't think it would have actually happened even if he did take the job because immediately Conquest shows up. Immediately messes him up. I think he would have done it for like two issues, three yeah. issues. And then... And then... A yes. bigger problem would, a bigger, like, you know, universe-threatening issue would come along. Yep. But if he formed that team and he was a part of it, he could have used them for his own, you know, I think they would have been, I think Conquest would have just killed more people. I'm saying, I'm saying if he took over after Conquest, oh. after all that oh, happened. Yeah. 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 True. Uh, John Clayton over on Twitter says, what if Robot and Monster Girl had never returned from the Flaxon dimension? We've talked about this one before, I'm pretty sure. It's interesting because that means no robot. Picture robot yeah. and Monster Girl just no, not no being robot in robot war, war. No robot no takeover, no... Angstrom is still alive. Angstrom, yeah. Can we go back? Mark, go back. Mark, Mark wouldn't have left Earth. Mark wouldn't have left Earth. Because he only left Earth because he's like, Robot 1, we can't live here. Yeah. We, can't, we have to go. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, that that's would change everything. One. The series probably would have ended much sooner. Um, yeah. Uh... At Neo Neo Liberal says, Invincible kept going for fifty four. If, if if Invincible kept going for fifty more issues, what would the ne- the next ten issues have been about? Marky. Easy. I mean, not counting the so last issue. I guess issue? not counting. The, I guess you have to not count the last issue. Yeah. Because the last issue jumps around so much, and you wouldn't continue from there. Or would you guys just pick something in the final issue and say ten issues about that, and then the rest of them? You could have done that with anything. You could have done ten issues about a marquee, ten issues about the fight between the Coalition and the Viltrum Empire. Ten issues about Terra. Ten issues about Terra, and, like, what even is this con- conservation, yeah. like, thing? Yeah. But what I would have wanted, 50 issues? No, it. what would the next ten? It's gonna go 50, though, but the very next ten. So, basically, instead of ending... What would the Marky. next little bit been? Marky. Probably Marky. Yeah, young Marky. Young Marky. Young, young Marky like, I, I feel like you with could do... With the costume and the yeah, instrument. Yeah, I think, I think you could do t- 10 issues. That's almost a year yeah. of Marky slowly growing up, like, every yeah, single issue. Yeah, each of those things could have been uh-huh. 10 issues for those 50. Yeah. Yeah. With the first one probably being Marky, you're right. Yeah. Um, we got one from Victor Dandridge over on Twitter. says, what if Oliver has betrayed Mark and led Thrag and the rest of the Viltrumites to his homeworld? So Mark would have killed Oliver. It would have been heart wrenching. I pictured Oliver not even sh- showing up. I, I mean, he's saying he betrayed him. I mean, that kind of did happen. It's just that it wasn't Oliver that did it. It was Alan. Alan that did it. Yeah, I feel like. But he's um, saying the rest of the Viltrumites. So I get if Thrag and all the Viltrumites would have surprised them, they would have killed Mark and even Terra. But oh yeah. But I guess if Oliver had turned bad, if Oliver was bad and helped Thrag and all went there, yeah, that would. Which, been... for the record, we thought was going to happen. Yeah, like we we legitimately like delved into Man, that. One I would not for a want. While. I would not want that bad Oliver, and then they have to fight. Yeah, that would have been rough. That would have been hurt. And maybe not believable. No, yeah. I guess it would have been believable because they were and it's really been such a time jump. Oliver mm-hmm. out to be a very non early on. You know, being, um, so. Will Smith over on Twitter says, "What if Mark's dream in issue seventy-seven came true?" So this is after the Viltrumite War. Mark is freaking out. This is one of my favorite issues, just because he keeps he keeps oh, having yeah, crashes. Oh yeah, Debbie's dead and Drag yep. kills so, everybody. So, rip it. he cuts off Eve's head. Yep, he gets to Earth and they're peaceful. And there's and Drag says, "We're gonna walk amongst you." What if he gets there 
and it is that. It's the the death of everyone. That's it's basically what, we, yeah. what, what issue one hundred should was what it, was perceived to be. Yeah. Before it came out. I mean, Mark would have just died, right? He would have uh, raged. He would have raged. And, and he'd have got his revenge. And, and then no, probably... he would, I don't think he would have got his revenge. At that I point, think... he was too weak. He could not have fought Thrag. I think he, that... he would have Thrag and all of his Viltrumites against him. Mark. I think he would have waited. Maybe. I think he would have waited until he was better. I think he would have raged out. No, and, I don't think he would have waited. And, and gotten his revenge, and that's what would turn him to the dark side and to turn into Mohawk Mark. Mm. Mark is a very... That's interesting. Mark is a very um, reactive type person. Like, yeah. he would have just fucking ran in there. Yeah. You know what we should have done? We should have spent about a month taking each of these what-ifs and connecting it to an alternate dimension Mark, where, like, okay, the story, this so this happened, happened this, one. this happened in this dimension, and here's how it got to this Mark. Here's yeah. how we got his mohawk. There's a lot of here's, stories there. Here's how we got his... his it all would have had to have happened before issue 60, though. Because mm, then they all die. Yeah. Well, I mean, time works differently in certain well, dimensions. Well, um, TJ. Matt Chipperly says, don't what if me. we got a musical issue? I don't know how that would work. Like a Buffy musical <laughs> yeah. issue? Yeah. I mean, I guess it would all it's just a musical terrible. issue. Do you yeah. like press a button on the page? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing it would just all be in lyrics. I mean, some. Of, I mean, God, musical episodes of shows are always the best. Yeah. There's the Scrubs one. Remember the Scrubs one? No. Yeah. Uh, did you watch Scrubs, Bill? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, like reruns. Uh, comic book keepers uh, at CBK Cast says, "What if Invincible hadn't briefly lost his powers?" Meaning, what would have happened as a result with dinosaurs and the Viltrumites? So I like this one. What if Oliver hadn't have sprayed the Scourge virus on him? And he didn't lose his powers? Uh. So you... I know, we gotta so, think what happened. Okay, so, so what happened after that, that dinosaurs saved him. Bulletproof became invincible. Dinosaurs saved him. Dinosaurs saved and him. And was able to kind of like, hey man, here's my point of view. And then he's like, yeah, let's do that. But Mark left Dinosaurus alone when he didn't have powers, which is when he was off scheming and he created the clone. And they talked about it Which after is that how too. he got the clone because he was taking care of him on the ship. And so do we think that Mark would, Mark would have kept Dinosaurus in check? Is that what it comes down to? I don't think that he would have... Been able to? Been, I don't think that he would have even given Dinosaurus an, another thought. Dinosaurus saved because Mark. He was working with Dinosaurus. Oh, before you're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then right. he, be him ignoring Dinosaurus is what led to him doing the death of everyone right. and cloning Mark and ripping him in half. So do you think maybe he would have kept Crush him in check? Have... He might have been able to keep keep him in check. That's what Probably. I want to go with. Okay. Yeah. All right. A few more here. Saint Go says this is one of my favorite creative what ifs. What if Terra was born and raised on Earth? But Marky was born somewhere that was not near Earth. So what if their roles were flipped? I think it would have happened probably similarly, only flipped. Only I think that Oliver would have had a lot more difficult of a transition. Like he's never, he doesn't know space. Oliver? You mean Marky? Or uh, Marky. Uh, he would have had a difficult transition because it's he's never known anything about space. I mean, Terra was born on a different planet. Yeah. Uh, grew up on a different planet. Um Marky freaked freaked out the first sense that he as soon as he found like powers yeah so he would have so it would have been if, tough but after a few years I think he would have gotten used to him it raised, I'm picturing him raised by Anissa and Viltrumites on another planet or something like that I think he would have just raised up to what be I, oh I like took it one of the Viltrumites I took it as Marky went with Mark Marky at the end, yeah and went with Tara Mark stayed. 
Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I think that he would have, tra- it would have been a difficult transition, but he would have gotten used to it because he would have been the son of the head of yeah. the coalition. Yeah. I think that would be interesting because think about if it happened then in the last issue, and but then it kept going. So Tara is like, Dad, I want to stay with, with Grandma on Earth and, and, and see what it's like to be like a human. And then Marky's like, I want to go with you, Dad, and learn the way of the Viltrumites. Like, how would that have changed? Tara would be, like, a hero. I don't think she would have freaked out like Marky would have. And I think Marky maybe would have caused a little bit of a problem with the Viltrum Empire. You think so? I I feel like it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. At McNuts88 says, "What, What if Mark joined his dad back in issue 11 and helped him take over the planet? We'd get Angstrom Levy's first issue. What if? Oh, yeah. What was it again? What if Mark helped Nolan take over the planet oh, yeah. in Eleven? Mm-hmm. So whatever Angstrom's first issue was, that it would have been that alternate dimension where he stayed and helped him. Yeah. Um, at MCU, yet says, what if Ryan Otley didn't join the series? It was sixteen, I think. I think so too. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. What if Ryan Otley didn't join the series? Someone else probably would have, or. Corey Walker, or Corey would, Walker would have stayed on. It either, I don't see it being better, but I mean, Otley was just a part of this series as much as um, Kirkman. Corey. Kirkman, oh, yeah. because he like, I mean, we're seeing the story. We're oh, not just I reading the story; mean. we're seeing the story. Yeah, he he was such a big role in the story. Yeah, it would be interesting. It's one of those he, things we can't it's, fathom. It's, what it, it is. It been. is unfathomable because Otley's art, like when you when you like. When you talk about fucking conquest, you don't talk about the dialogue and the writing in it. You talk about the fucking art, yeah. like, and the fucking crazy action and the gore. Like, who knows what other artists could have done with that same script? But yeah. that because Otley is when you talk about Ryan Otley, you talk about gore. You talk about how good he at he is at those types of scenes. Um, somebody else, I mean, probably would not have been as good as him. Yeah. In those conquest fights and thrag fights in issue seventy five, and it's that's the, that's the thing though we don't know issue one twelve. Yeah, you just don't know. Um, a couple more here. What if Rex and Eve never broke up? Would have been a better series. Oh, <laughs> more Rex blowed. Uh, Rex died, so it doesn't matter. They oh, would've, they would not be together because he would have died anyway. So they would have been together a little bit. Mark would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry that he. So he, you're 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 he blew up. You're keeping this. you're keeping so you're the scenario that... and the fact that he dies. Yeah, like that doesn't yeah. change in the scenario. Yeah. No, okay. I can see that Eve goes to space because she can handle space. Rex stays on Earth. They they still they could have sent Rex to space. But okay, they but if Rex dies in issue sixty, uh, okay, so Rex and Eve they oh, broke it, it, yeah. in the series. They it, they broke up and things worked out the way they did. But if he didn't, if he actually died. And that's the reason why they weren't together anymore was because of the death of Rex Blode. Eve, I don't think, would have been as open to just going out with with Mark. Uh, in, with Mark why? Especially if their their relationship continued like that with Rex and Mark ha- would have had a good relationship. Maybe she wouldn't have... That doesn't have... mean anything. That's like saying, okay, so I die, and then 10 years from the road, you can't date Liz. No, that's the exact opposite of what I'm saying. Liz hates me. She why? can't stand me. We don't. Me and her don't get along. Am I Rex in this and then, story? And then and you die. Mark? And then you die. 
Liz is gonna date me after but you die, Liz knowing that you hated hate me. You. I, I know that, but that's what I'm. But in the scenario, Eve didn't I, hate Mark. I think in my head canon, no, Mark, if, if Mark, that and Eve, TJ. I think that Eve and Mark would get closer and closer. Yeah, they'd be friends because they'd, they'd be obviously work together. Work together well, pretty pretty well together. We know that they like each other. We knew that things were kind of starting in the beginning of the series before she was even. They like, had chemistry. Together. They had chemistry before they were dating. Eve so you're saying again up. that nothing really changes. I think you're that, saying no, that we're this saying, we're saying that if they never broke up, Eve, Rex probably would have still died, and, and they still would have gotten together, Rex, and everything would have been the same. Listen, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I feel like no. every scenario is eh, nothing TJ, really changes, Re- if, or, or if, it's so different it can't be. If Rex and Eve were to not break up, <laughs> Rex would still be the toxic person that he was because he's very mm-hmm. controlling. He wasn't. And, he wasn't and, toxic. Yes, he though. was. He, no, he wasn't. He, he learned his, Eve. Yes, but yes, but he learned from that. When he got cheated on. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but he, but he was becoming a better person. No, he was not. He was becoming a better yes, person he was. because Eve left him. He was becoming a better person because Eve left him. He fucking sacrificed himself to the uh, to the Lizard League and fucking... He didn't, he didn't sacrifice Yes, he him. did. He lived. <laughs> he got shot in the head. Whoa. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're wrong. Stupid question. You're That's a stupid dumb. what if. No, it's not. <laughs> All right, here's one from uh, at Benny Regal Budo. <laughs> say it again. Benny, say it again. Benny Budo. <laughs> so Benny Budo. It's so hard to read these guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. They say, what if Tara got her own series written by Robert Kirkman? That I would fucking read it and how buy it, it. How would it compare to the OG? Better. You fucking wow. watch your mouth. It would be better because but, it would have all the villains. It, it would have Chainsaw, the little fox, with his little sidekick. That's no, I, I, t- I, took all, I took Battle Beast, no. Battle Beast's daughter, and um, and Angstrom's son as the new villains for Kid Invincible, not for no, Terra. No, no, no. Terra got the Battle Beast's daughter. Yeah. Kid that's, Invincible that's, got Angstrom's son. That's the, those, they each got one. Everybody gets one. Why do you say that? Because, because one's we literally space see and one's one on Earth. Space, and we literally see the other one on Earth. Idiot. What is gonna yeah, but any, anything that happens with Terra, all over the universe. But anything that happens with Terra, anything that, that happens, ha- fuck you and your fox. Go ahead, TJ. I'm sorry. Anything that happens with Terra happens to Mark. They're together. She doesn't get her own rogues gallery. Not Marky, Marky. No, Mark. No, Mark Grayson, saying, Invincible. Yeah. The main character of this. No, they are together. She's not talking to her, her dad right now. She doesn't like the fact that he start off started this war. No. It's that story. No. Yes. I don't think that that Tara gets her own rogues gallery, her own everything. Why? Because she because she's still with, she's still with them. She's she's she with them five. She's with them five hundred years later. That's sure, just... sure. Like she could have like a side story where she goes off and she meets him, but but I don't think that is like, I don't think that's don't how think, it was intended. I think Tara is always like within shouting distance of. She was Mark. just visiting. They have a really right, nice pool. Right. Like I said, <laughs> they have a nice pool. <laughs> She could go off here and there for a couple of years on her own, but I don't think that that would like. And maybe she runs into like Battle Battle Beast's daughter and they fight it out, but as like a like a side thing. But I never took it as that. I took it as, it as this is a new main ongoing character for for Kid Invincible, not like a, a cool like side story with Tara bat- when the, she when she walks. The new when, Battle Beast you took as that. Yeah. Even though the new Battle Beast said that she's hunting Viltrumites. I mean, Marky you, is a Marky is a Viltrumite. I know, but he is one Viltrumite on Earth that has, like... And meanwhile, there's this whole coalition of Viltrumites out in space. Like, you think she's going to go all the where, way to Earth? Where, where do you... Okay. Where do you think that she would go? 
if not Earth. She would start asking questions. And, and where would it lead her? To, 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 to the fucking giant, Earth. No, to the giant army that is going planet to planet all across the galaxy. It would lead her to Earth just like it led Angstrom's son to Earth. I don't know. Oh, See man. why we can't do what ifs? This is what <laughs> happens. Um, and then uh, we've got one from the real microbe saying, What if Shrieking Ray survived? I didn't. I know he didn't do much, but I always thought he was something. He was building up to something with uh, Ray being jealous of Invincible. I always suspected he would have betrayed the team or Mark down the road. It, nothing he, would have changed. Even if he did, Mark would have just <laughs> stepped on him. I like to think that he would have, like, that scene where he died, instead of him dying against the Lizard League, remember Komodo ate him? He just ate yeah. him, yeah. W- what if he actually, like, uh, betrayed them then and there, and, like, lured them there, and was, like, going to become a new member of the Lizard League? He's, it would be funny. That would the, be really the funny. Only, the only, what would his lizard name be? Uh, we've got, we've got Chameleon, we've got King Cobra, we've got... Salamander was one Salamander. we... No, Salamander was one that we made up, wasn't no, it? No, Salamander's one. He's really? the orange and black one. Oh, okay. I think. We've got Chameleon. Uh, there's Gecko. Is there Gecko? No, there, I'm saying there are Geckos. Dude, Gecko is perfect. You think Gecko? I like... Growing Gecko? Growing Gecko. Giant Gecko? I don't know. I'm just thinking of Shrinking Ray being able to grow and get really small. So, if Shrinking Ray were to survive, he would be like a Doc Seismic kind of character. If yeah. you were to if you were to go rogue, if you were to yeah. go evil, yeah, it would be like a he definitely, like a, he definitely was going to go bad. If he wouldn't have died, yeah. he would have been bad, and, and it would have been funny. It, it would have been it, great. It would have been a funny thing. It wouldn't have been a serious thing. You wouldn't have even been a threat. I'm really excited for female shrinking Ray in the animated series to see what that's going to be like. So yeah, is that it? That's it. I have two. We can make them real quick. Okay. TJ, do you have any? I didn't really think of any. Bill. I, um, one of mine was one of those ones. Uh, See how I did that, TJ? See how nice. I deflected mm-hmm. me not having one? Um, the only ones that I thought of quickly, what was it, What if the death of everyone wasn't a fake-out? We kept thinking that it was going to lead to all those characters dying. I think that's the same question as what if his dream was real and... Yeah, you're right. Time. You're right. So that kind of got answered. And then... The other one was what if... Mark didn't get his powers back and Bulletproof stayed invincible. Oh, I would have stopped reading. Really? Yeah. If Mark never got his powers back... I mean, he'd still be in the comic. As what? A fucking witty human? A witty human? I didn't like Bulletproof. I really didn't either. I don't don't think a lot of people did. No one likes Xander. Well, you weren't really supposed to. He was Right, exactly. Like, you weren't supposed to like him, so it wouldn't have been a likable situation. Yeah. Unless he... Oh, unless he wore a tech jacket. Then if Mark cool. would have gotten the tech jacket, cool. I'd have fucking oh my god, Mark and Zach teaming up to save the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Oh yeah. All right, let's wrap up this uh, episode uh, talking about a few things that you've been into lately. Um, the only movie that I can think of that I watched this last month throughout this whole pandemic, I've watched like no movies. Me neither. Neither have I. I don't really I watch movies. Watch, I, watch, I just I watch don't watch movies that I don't much. Really watch it movies. Sucks. I watch shows. I miss watching movies. But I just don't watch them anymore. Yeah. I did, however, watch the um, um, Pretending I'm a Superman, the Tony Hawk documentary, because Tony Hawk's coming out uh, in, like, a week. Uh, it'll already be out, I think, by the time you're hearing this, uh, the remake of 1 and 2. And uh, I watched the documentary. It was, it, was really, it was really good. Good memories. 
looking back at old Tony Hawk games and cool. skateboarding culture and everything like that. What was his brand? Was Bird, like, Birdhouse. Birdhouse, yeah. yeah. It was a lot like, uh, reminded me a lot of high school. Yeah. But uh, speaking of games other than Tony Hawk, I've been playing Beat Saber. Uh, I'm excited about Avengers. I think I'm going to try it out. The, de- the beta was a lot of fun. So I'm curious. I I, so we'll I would like to know what you think before I purchase. Yeah. Um, Vader Immortal just came oh out for God. VR. The, ba- the beta for that. Avengers I is, I mean, you pretty much could already have an opinion about it. There's yeah. a, it's, it's very big. There was so much. Did and you get to try it? Yeah, I played it. I yeah. played it all. Holy shit. It, do you try as all the characters? Yeah. Did you like it? I mean, did you get did you get what I was telling you where everyone feels it? significantly different? Yeah. I thought that was kind of impressive how, like, I enjoyed playing as Black Widow. Yeah. And I didn't think I would. Just as much wow. as, like, Iron Man or Hulk. Like, yeah. and Ms. Is Mar- it going Ms. through corridors and stuff? And, like... There is some yeah. open world areas. There's yeah. some indoor areas. It's It's got both. Okay. Um, It's... Like we said, it's like Ultimate Alliance. It's not like a game where you're gonna put on and be like, "Oh, this is fucking phenomenal." You're yeah. not gonna rave about yeah. this game. No, it's it's, it's like a seven. Yeah, I and, can totally and Matt, see it Matt being like a... in the middle of me playing it, Matt texted me and he's like, "Do you think you're gonna buy it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll probably get it. It'll probably be a lot more fun with other people." Yeah, I definitely. Think I don't. That. I, I, I did get know to play with Wyatt. It. I actually teamed up with Wyatt and yeah. we were playing through some missions and stuff like that. We'll see. I yeah. don't know. I don't. I don't it's think just I'm one gonna of those jump things where me as Kamala, like stretching and like attacking someone across the the entire map i can't stand and then him. oh she was awesome i can't stand and then all of a sudden like wyatt coming in on like a hulk buster and like huge taking up the side of the screen was just that kind of stuff never really got old you know what it's i mean not like, even a question that hulk, hulk is the best fucking character he, he is really so good. much fun it's like rampage it yes. just goes in there and just rips shit apart do you remember and then hulk? like jumping yeah and dude. jumping dude you remember ultimate hulk is a lot of fun did you ever play that? Hulk Ultimate Destruction? No. I remember it. It felt good. It it was um an open world game uh by the same people who did prototype. Hmm. So it, imagine pro it was essentially the same game. Yeah. Like literally the prototype same game. Was a fucking great it was, game. It was yeah. a fucking great game. Uh speaking of video games, uh High Score, a documentary over on Netflix. I watched the first uh, couple yeah. episodes. How was that? We watched the first couple episodes. I started it's watching really it. good so far. It's I couldn't really find good. it on Netflix. I, I thought it would be It was like front page for me. I forgot me what the name of it was mm. and I couldn't find it on the front page, so I was like, I don't know what the fuck this High is. High score, cause... check it out. It's really good. Cool. Um I've also been rewatching Cora that we talked about. Yeah. Um, Cora's so good. Any other T V shows? I no. can't think. I Not think that we haven't been talking about I feel about. like there was something else that I watched. I just cannot yeah, I I know. Can't think of it. Uh, comic book-wise, uh, Firepower is still amazing. We're going to talk a lot more about Firepower yep. next episode. We're just doing the prelude. Just doing the first graphic novel. So we're and not going to get into the issue one three months, two. we'll maybe revisit with the second graphic novel. You know, we're going to do a graphic novel. Or maybe graphic we'll novel. have our own new podcast. Probably nah. not. Probably not. Uh, Big Girls was really good. The Jason Howard book. Um, I did because of playing um avengers i did want to know more about miss marvel so i finally read her origin um trade paperback just to see what she was like and get a little bit more details on her uh origin story uh and then tj uh like right before we started recording i finished three jokers did you yeah i texted you guys i i I mean i i read it in the car of the comic shop like after i picked it up is it is it good it was fucking awesome it was awesome jeff uh Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Johns. And Jason, did he do Long Hollow? Jason, Jason Fabic. Dude, Jason Fabic, man. What did Jeff Johns do? He did fucking every... Like, he... I think he stopped writing comics because now he's the literally the head of DC Comics. Yeah. Um. Uh, I want to say he did Red Hood. 
He, uh... Bill, you will, you will love it. it, it, it I'm has, telling you, it, you're gonna fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. You, you Literally, know, Jeff Johns is like... He's a big name. I can't... I don't know specifically what he's I done. I love how long it was. I love how it just kept going. I can't wait for the next issue. Uh, yeah, it was long. Yep. Yeah. It was really good. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um... Yeah. Anything else, guys? Any other uh, movies, games, TV shows, comics, anything else you want to bring up? Um, I think we'll save um, some DC fandom stuff and impressions for um, Oblivion Song podcast. <laughs> he's literally just known for like DC, a DC DC writer. Every he's done, he's done, uh, he's written tons of. Uh, he's very involved in like the DCU movie verse, and but more so the TV uh, verse of like Titans, The Flash, Star Girl. Uh, Blade, Smallville, Arrow, Green Lantern, yeah, Justice League, yeah. Aquaman, Wonder Woman, 1984. Blackest Night. Hero Blackest, Blackest Night. Night. Yeah. Um, Blackest Night was so good. A lot of the fun. Yeah. I was I was expecting a little bit more from that. Um, the only what? New, the only new thing that I've been doing Fucking crazy. is playing uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's very good. Good. It's Red Dead Redemption, but with but Samurai. Samurai. Yeah. So there are... It, it does things that I like a lot but it also like didn't break any molds yeah you know what i mean which is will, a shame i will add it to my list of someday maybes because right now with tony hawk avengers and like vader immortal and mm. I'm, i just got dreams too i got dreams by the way mm. um just because i that that'd be a fun game to just pop in and play some cool stuff especially now that it has vr yeah. mode um there's just there's too many games i like two months ago there were no games now there are too many games yeah <laughs> I turned on that one movie. Something. Oh yeah, that movie. something dark side. Pickle. Oh, oh um, an American pickle. An American pickle. I got maybe ten minutes in. Oh no. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Really? I, I, I gotta, I gotta it's what? It's that movie. Oh. It's a movie where it's like. It's like okay, me and Bill love Step Brothers. You hate Step Brothers. Right? Yeah. It is too much of that. Oh, the reason no. why you hate Step Brothers, it's way too much of that. Where I was like, um, oh man. I think it just was uninteresting to me. Like it was very unoriginal. Like yeah. way fish, too dumb. Fish out of water kind of thing. Like, oh, what's this car thing? I'm gonna oh I'm gonna punch it because I don't know what it is. Oh, what's what what's this? Yeah. You I didn't know even I mean? get it's, that far. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very yeah. Um, oh, well. disappointing. Yeah. All right. Just our opinion. Yeah. You can check it out. Yeah. I mean, it got a. I think it got a 40 on Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, it got... Or no, it was the opposite. Is it got The Boys like a, coming out soon? The Boys is next... Friday. Next Friday. Holy shit. All right. Uh, oh, the boy, uh, Bill the, and Ted is this Friday, tomorrow. What did you well, say? The, the prediction about Nicholas. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm predicting that, going on record here, that the trailer is going to come out next week. Next Friday? I would like I'm thinking to... it's going gonna, it's gonna to come out before The Boys because they're going to play the Invincible trailer... Uh, during during, during every commercial break, you know how Prime does every commercial break. Yeah. It's the same commercials. Yeah, it's gonna they're just gonna play it over and over and over. And I hope that that's true because that's a good marketing stream to do that. That would be get, I the, think, get those people in R rated superhero. Yeah, I'm not saying necessarily it's gonna right come there. out on Friday, but it will be out. I'm thinking the trailer will be out before next Friday. If it does, if it does come out next Friday, the show will premiere. One month from that date, it will be late October, it'll, early November. We'll see. No, no, that it'll was... be one month because it, it one happens, month guys. from the date. Yeah, from the date that the trailer releases, it'll be one month from it because Anola Holmes, which the trailer looks fucking awesome for that Netflix movie. Did you see that? No. 
um, um, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, Harry, Henry Cavill's in it. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that trailer came out a couple days ago. Uh-huh. And the show comes out the end of September. That's crazy. Or the movie comes out. It's a movie. That's crazy. So, they released the trailer yeah. literally a month before the movie premiered on Netflix. Yeah. But they do that with movies. I feel like they don't That's do that with they, new yeah, they do. TV shows. This is a new IP. It is a new show it, or a new movie. Like it's So not... it's going to come out one month from when they... Uh... Yeah, so if and you're... We, but you know what? If we say every episode that the trailer is coming out next month... We'll be right. We'll be right someday. Yeah. But that does it for this episode. We're going to wrap this up. Um, our outro music is done by the great Wyatt Lane, a listener and Invincible fan. This, ep- or this song is called The Journey. You can find all of his music on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Just search Wyatt Lane. And thank you again, Wyatt, for doing that. Remember, you can find us every month, uh, first Friday of every month, with a new episode. You can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Next month, we'll be back to talk all about Firepower Volume 1, unless something crazy happens and we change our mind. Uh... That does it. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, TJ. Ah, I got the first one. You're welcome, Ryan. You're welcome, Bill. I'm going to bed, bro. I'm going to the bathroom. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm tired.